You are now tuned into the Boxing Bros. I am Caden. I'm here with my co-host. What's going on, everybody? It's the Commissioner, Trill Dollar Bill. This is G. And it's your boy, the TVE. What up, world? I want to say this on some real stuff. The beauty of boxing for me is moments like last night. Where there's a big fight, it's 50-50. At least going in, in your mind, you have people on one side of the fence, you have people on the other side of the fence, right? But in the end, you get a great night. To everyone who's been watching the Boxing Bros, who picked TC from the jump, who called it the way it happened, salute to y'all. Y'all saw it the right way. You had it right. We're not taking that away from you. Today, what we're about to do is we're about to chop it up. We're about to have a discussion, and we're about to get it popping. So uh, if y'all y'all can say anything y'all got to say before we begin, but we're about to get it in. <clears throat> All right, so the first topic right. we're going to discuss on Boxing Bros. <laughs> is TC fried the big fish? Yes. It was a one-sided ass whooping. But it wasn't the one-sided ass whooping that was promised to us <laughs> by Earl Spence. So I know a lot of you TC fans are back here, and <laughs> <laughs> all every everything. <laughs> you back here? because <laughs> you know, they've been going, they've been going and quiet for a long time. And if Earl would have won, they wouldn't have showed up. But they're here because every TC fan in the world feels like little Boosie did. Last night, let's take a look at little booty. Jesus, man. Omaha in the blast. We listen to Boosie before he put on them gloves. He let Boosie walk him out to the fight on AGO. Told you. Pay me my ducky. Boy, boy, bad, man. Part of a line. All my went against you, boy. Look at this over here. This looking like a Pay me my ducky. <laughs> I told y'all. Pay me. That's what every TC fed is in here like right now. And it's all good. Omaha, Nebraska. All right. I'm starting it off with Trill Dollar Bill. What was your reaction to that fight? It was a good fight. It was a good fight. Uh, what he had last night, uh, stew fish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he had some stew fish, crawfish, stew fish. Um, great fight. You know, great, 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 great fight. I'm just gonna just get it all out right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, look, when <laughs> I thought that right off the rip, I thought that um. When they went to the, they cut to uh, EJ in the back. I thought he was already smoking bud. When I see him, he already looked, he already looked like before the fight even started. Like you know what I'm saying? Um, look, um, like I said to the to the guys before, I'm just gonna get it out. Matter of fact, before I do that, before I do that, let me just say I wrote some stuff down when I was watching the fight after the second round. I was like, great strong drab. Laser light, straight left hand, and great accuracy and counter punch from Crawford. He was stronger and faster, showed his experience in this fight. Look, he looked like the bigger guy. Earl seemed slow and rocked by every shot, and it seemed like he didn't have nothing on his punches. 
TC was too shot last night. Congratulations to Terrence Crawford. Well deserved. Um, like I said it, uh, yeah, like being honest, you know what I'm saying? Um, I thought I, I said it was going to be a 50 50 fight. Um, I thought it would be a draw. Um, I see, yo, when I, it was crazy because right when it, <laughs> I was like, EJ, I said, EJ look nice already, you know what I'm saying? And then I was like, it's always going down when I seen, um, uh, uh, uh uh tc come out with him i was like oh man he brought eight man with him you know but um it was a good fight um shout outs to tc no excuses no excuses but like i was telling the bros um you know i'm not gonna hold nothing back you know i'm gonna keep it a hundred you know what i'm saying uh, like i was telling the bros um see this is why no excuses you know what i'm saying and and i and i seen this i seen as soon as the bell rung and the first punch was swung, you know, when I, I seen EJ laying the punch. Um, I said, this is what happens when, you know what I'm saying, you stick around at 147 for too long. Yo, his punches looked like they had nothing on it. Every time he looked like he got hit with something, he would move. Even if it was a little shove of the shoulder, he was flying across. I heard him saying about his legs wasn't there. But like I said, there's no excuses. You shouldn't have signed up for the fight, you know, if you wasn't 100% or whatever, how you said you was or whatever. But um, because nobody's forgiven. Boxing is not forgiven at all, you know. But um, shout out to TC. He had all the tools. Everything was on display, and he did his thing. So um, I want to see what's next. All right. I want to say salute to Miguel Vasquez. What card? What card on pay-per-view? And turn over to you, G. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest with the when Eminem walking out TC, I thought it was kind of lame for the simple fact that uh, Eminem came out but didn't rap his verse. They didn't pay him for that, yo. Fact, Word, he you know, paid him for that, dog. Halfway through, like, he got like halfway to the ring, and M trying to fade away. I'm like. Yo, come on, fam. I'm like, yo, did they really not have a budget for Eminem or something? You know what I mean? So that's whatever. But yo, his outfit was fire. I, I like the fishnet thing. That was that was pretty creative, you know. Um, but in regards to the fight, man, it was I read it wrong, completely wrong, obviously. Um, you know, my man I, I kind of have to agree with Trill. He yo, Spencer seemed too flat. Like, it's one thing, like TC was just like his timing was better. He was faster. He was stronger. You know, like he was pressing the action. Like it was just everything he was doing perfect. But the spins that we know just wasn't there. You know, it's like, like, I don't know, man. It just seemed like Spence treated this like uh, it was just another day in the office. But I'm like, you're going up against TC, bro. Like, so. I'm thinking maybe he overtrained, you know, during camp. And so that overtraining just played its toll on his body, you know. And so it's just unfortunate, man. But um, I will say this, though. After the fight, salute to both gentlemen. I like the fact that Spence had no excuses. He gave nothing but praise to TC. And I like the fact that TC showed nothing but love. And in the post um, uh, 
like the 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 conference like the the only negative thing that TC said was uh in regards to Ellie setback but outside of that <laughs> it was all love like you know we, we got that we up. got that we got that as a topic bro <laughs> yeah Bo Mac showed love Derek James showed love it was just like like, cause to me, it was like you know, I, I'm not gonna lie, yo, I was really hurt for Spence, cause I was like, it's one thing to lose, but to lose like this, nah, bro, that was bad, you know. So it was, you know, like everybody saying like, yo, like <laughs> stew fish and all that, yeah, bro, like, you know, you talking about you the shark? That was the shark activity in there, bro. That was like red snapper. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> red snapper. He was getting violated, bro. Like he was getting like it just it, it was man. Listen, man. Like honestly, like he took a, a a worse beating than what Wilder had to endure when he made when he fought uh uh Fury. You know what I'm saying? Like both were horrible. But this was bad. And I was like, man, you know, because he didn't land nothing, not one shot, nothing. Like, so it was just a one-sided beating. Like, literally, this this is one of the very few fights where I had the, the scorecard exactly the same, like the commentator on 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 the uh on Showtime. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gave Spence round one, and that was it. And after that, it was just punishment, punishment, punishment. You getting seven, ten rounds, bro. Like that's when I was like, yo, come on, bro. Like, even with the first knockdown, I was like, ah, it looked like it was like uh, it looked like his feet placement it looked kind of like a slip almost. I was like, ah, I'm not really nervous about that. I was like, it's whatever. But I forgot which round it was when he got dropped twice. That's when I was like, Oh man, this ain't looking too good, you know. And and I'm even contemplating in my mind. I'm like, yo, are they gonna like call this fight? And I was like, yo, because I know Spence is ego, like you know, it's, it, I'm not gonna say ego, but he's so brave for his own self. He was smiling and, in there. No, he, he was, was smiling because of the He would have died in there. He would have died <laughs> he in said, there. You heard him when he said in the corner, he was like, my legs, my legs just ain't there. It was after the yeah, third, and my legs ain't there. So it's it's one of those things, man. Like TC, he showed a lot for me. Like, you know, I like both gentlemen, but I didn't think he had this in him. I didn't know. I was thinking, all right, you know, Spence is like a – he's consistent and he always applies the pressure. I knew it was real when he started applying pressure. TC still was countering. The next thing I know, I started seeing Spence trying to fight off the back foot. I said, this ain't Spence. What's, what's going on here? You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, he just can't see them punches, bro. It was literally like you could tell he couldn't even see the punches. Like TC beat him with speed, with timing. It, it was just bad, man. So salute to both gentlemen. But yeah, yo, it was I ain't gonna front. I blame Ned for this, man. Ned cursed us. <laughs> no, no, I wanted to add something that, that you, that you so said. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to, to, to applaud something that you said, G. Yo, shout out to to, to Earl Spence, right? Because any any other fighter. Right, and most of the people talking Grizzly, right, would have tucked their tail behind their legs and would have tried to get up out of there. Mm-hmm. Earl was still trying, even even when the ref stopped it, he wanted to go out on his shell. He was still trying to fight and everything. You know what I mean? So shout out to 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 Earl Spence. You know what I'm saying? It was a great fight. 
If you pick TC to win, congratulations to you. Don't be acting like you beat us in the fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> act like you beat us in the fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But shout outs to both gentlemen and shout out to to Earl for not for not um you know what I'm saying uh being a coward. We done seen a lot of people coward their way out of the ring and do some weird stuff to get up out of the fight. He still was in there trying to, you know what I'm saying, do whatever he can do. So shout out to Earl. <laughs> Earl well, there, there are a few things. Uh G, if you can, <laughs> please highlight uh Rachel. Rachel's in the building. Salute, Salute Rachel. Rachel. A, a day one who always shows up when she can. Salute to you. Rachel said, uh, afternoon, all TC came with the fishing net out the gate. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that was dope. I'm not going to lie. When, when I saw that, I was like, yo, that's fire. TC came, TC came prepared and focused. All right, so um, another one I want you to go on. I think it's an Afro Soul. Yeah, he said Earl got beat worse than all of Crawford's opponents at 147. And so that's a great point. And and I'm gonna uh touch on that at some point. All right, and oh yeah, uh Jungle Jams is in the building from Japan. Salute to Jungle Jams. Always up. all right. So Ned the TBE, check this out, brother. Your prediction. You know what I'm saying was what it was. What was your reaction to the fight? <laughs> hey man, I, I foreshadowed, but in the wrong, wrong, in the wrong for the wrong fighter. You know, I said TC <laughs> was gonna get washed. It's gonna be a landslide after the fourth round for, for Earl Spence. I can admit when I'm wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong. And to be honest, somebody said it was a ten out of ten. I. That first round was a toss-up, and I honestly you could say TC like beat him all ten rounds, like, and it was bad, yo. I didn't expect that. Yo. I had people call me like, "Yo, who shot put my money?" I was like, "Spence, yo, Spence got yo, put it." Put that Mr. T comment up, G. <laughs> I'm like, Spence got it, hands down. Yo. Nah, another one, another one. Sorry, Ned. Oh, man, I gotta find you. It says Ned is the new Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> Wilder got it worse in that second fight than than Spence got it last night. Wilder got the big breaks beat off him by Fury in that second fight. Nah, but at least Wilder didn't Wilder drop Fury though in that. Se- oh no, was it? No, no, you're right. You're right. The second fight. Beat off him about the third fight. fight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know what what Spence's game plan was. Like, yo, it seemed like he was testing the waters, and then he just kept getting counted. He kept getting. He just he tried everything. He was trying. TC just look, he looked like he was a. He was uh, fighting in water while TC was fighting in, like, I don't know, with, with, with zero gravity, bro. It was just like, and TC was just so quick, clean, connected with his <laughs> and, and Spence couldn't do anything, yo. And I'm just like, I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it. But, hey, it happens. Hopefully, my man can bounce back from this. It's not over. It's just a learning lesson. I don't know what he did to prepare. I don't know if he was just a little too arrogant. Because during the press conference, you know, he, he was – he was doing most of it. He, he had he had all the comebacks for TC and everything. But shout out to TC. I take my hat off for you. You finally proved that why you number one pound for pound. I respect it. <laughs> my man MD. My man. My man MD. That's how I was. That's how he looked to me. Um. Also MD man. I seen your uh 
your your uh your your shark fin soup comment. Shark <laughs> fin soup. We don't like shark fin soup. It's been shark week. You know what I'm saying? You know what they do to the shark when they add shark fin soup. So I'm not with the shark fin soup. It is shark week, man. Trill Trill mm-hmm. loves shark week, man. For real. Like every year, this dude be like, "Yo, you know a shark week, right?" Like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I ain't gonna see you. <laughs> Uh, Rachel said, uh, Team TC looked like they didn't get out of phase one of their game plan. Spence tried to act like the stronger man, and he got pushed back. Yes, that is a great observation from Rachel. Now, listen, I want to start off by saying this because it's very important to me. Of all the things people say about me, I am okay with it because, again, we do this show. And part of doing this show is people are going to take their shots at you. But one thing I said that I meant was both sides need to come together and get behind the winner. Pause. But both both sides, if you're Team Spence and you're Team Crawford, once this fight is over, you need to support the winner of this fight and push the winner of this fight because it's very important to the sport of boxing, but also for creating a superstar. So Terrence Crawford won. To me, there are no excuses. I've seen some that are being made for Earl Spence. I don't want to hear it. Earl signed the contract. He knew what was up. He knew he's been draining himself for, was it, like 12 years to make Walter wait? He knew that going in. He knew he was inactive going in. He knew all the things he had been through going into that fight. I don't want to hear any excuses. So... One of the things that I want to say is, for me, I am definitely supporting Terrence Bud Crawford moving forward. I am a fan of boxing. I fell in love with the sport of boxing. And years ago, I've I've been through this, where I thought a fighter was going to win. Trinidad versus Bernard Hopkins, for example. I was rooting for Trinidad. And Bernard Hawkins beat Trinidad. And I was devastated because Trinidad was one of my favorite fighters. But then I thought to myself, well, what's wrong with B-Hop? I start watching B-Hop's fights, seeing the greatness of B-Hop. And you know what? Trinidad was great, and so was B-Hop, right? So that can happen in the sport of boxing. So for me, it's important that if you're a TC fan or you're an Earl fan, you, you support TC now. Because if you thought Earl was good and you thought Earl was nice, you saw what just happened. You saw TC just dominated that man. So now you got to support TC. Well, you don't got to support TC. You can be a hater. You can be upset. You can try to downplay what you saw. You can make excuses about what you saw. But in the end, it's not going to change the outcome. So that's the first thing I want to get out there is for me, right, You got to support TC, and I think it's important for the sport. Now we can get to the fight. The fight was nothing like I expected. I didn't expect Earl Spence to go out there and try to outbox Terrence Crawford. See, this is the problem. Remember, and G, you brought this up. When they say Spence can't outbox Mikey Garcia, he wants to outbox Mikey Garcia. When they say he can't bang with Danny Garcia, he wants to prove that he can get in there and slug it out with Danny Garcia. Well, what ends up happening when you do that? Eventually, you're going to fall victim. He goes in there with Terrence Crawford, and he tries to box with Terrence Crawford. It's not the way 
that I saw it happening. What the way I saw was Earl going in there trying to impose his will, trying to uh, put his weight on him, throwing combinations, trying to uh, force TC to push his pace and not allowing him to be comfortable. But he allowed TC to be comfortable, and TC straight dominated. You saw it, TC controlled it with the jab, controlled distance, switch angles. When Earl tried to punch, TC beat him to the punch. Better timing. Beautiful punch placement. When you look at the way TC was uh, placing those punches, it's amazing. Like, TC was like, when they, when he was showing it, he was like, yeah, and I hit him right on the ear to throw off his equilibrium. Like, TC's telling you, like, he saw it. And then as he's saying it, you see him turning the punch, right? So that right there shows that TC was levels above. And as Rachel and several other people pointed out in uh, the comment section, Earl Spence only fought one way. Where was his plan B? He never switched it up. He kept doing the same things. It got to the point where we all knew the end was coming. It was just when, and at some point, it got really bad watching the fight because you just saw that he was breaking Earl down. And if if Harvey Dock didn't jump in to stop it, it would have been a massacre because I don't. Earl was definitely going to go out on his shield, and what good would that have done for the sport of boxing? So before we move on to the next topic, I want to say this. Salute to Earl Spence Jr. Because he made the fight happen. And I'm go- and for everyone, I'm not a part of that argument, PBC, across the street. I don't care about that. You've heard me talk about The Zone and Eddie Hearn. You've heard me talk about Bob Arum and ESPN. You heard me talk about uh, every a PBC and Al Heyman, I, I talk trash about every promoter because I think all promoters got shadiness in them. But Earl Spence was supposed to fight, um, uh, 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 what's his name, Thurman. He was supposed to fight Thurman, but it was actually Spence who said, "No, I want the challenge. I want to. I want to fight TC. Let's get me the TC fight." And it was to his own demise, but at least he wanted the challenge, and you got to respect that. Because that's what makes greatness. And Earl had to be willing to, to take that risk. He took that risk. He got lumped up for it. But at least he knows when he goes to sleep at night, he knows his level and he knows what's up. All right. So now we can move. I love this. Go back real quick. Put Arlette on the screen real quick, please. Because once I say this, anyone who follows this show is going to know that it's true. She oh. says, stop. You accuse TC of ducking. And compare TC to Wilder. Now put that on the screen. I'm trying to find where you see that at. Oh well, I see it on my on my screen. It's fine. Tell me I'm lying. I said that TC should accept forty percent, and Earl Spence is the A side. That's what I said, and I said when he refused to accept forty percent, which was reasonable, he's the reason why the fight didn't happen. I said if TC knew what he was doing. TC would accept a three-fight deal with PBC where he got 40% in the first fight, and then he would beat Earl Spence if he really thinks he can beat Earl Spence. Then he would become the man, and then he can call all the shots. Let's fast forward to what happened last night. Earl Spence signed a three-fight deal with PBC where he wasn't the A-side, and he took less money. Spence was the A-side. He just dominated Spence. And now he's in the driver's seat. So in order to make the fight happen, he did exactly what I said he needed to do. So tell me why I was wrong, Arlette. And don't disappear like you did for the last few years. All right. Um, 
we can uh, move on to the next topic. Uh, All right, it's TC, number one pound for pound. All right, so the next topic we're going to discuss on Boxing Bros is TC, number one pound for pound. All right, so we're going to show this uh, tweet from Michael Benson. I don't even know if it's a tweet anymore. What is it? It's an X? What is this, an X Clear. Bro, you know it's funny. I thought my Twitter got deleted from my phone. I was like, "Yeah, I can't find it. I can't find it." <laughs> I, was, I was refreshing my page. I thought they was telling me that I needed to refresh my page. <laughs> I was bugging it. I see, see what happens when people can't respond with facts. They try to make it personal. I simply asked everything I said that needed to happen for TC to get the Earl Spence fight happen. So nothing I said was inaccurate. He did everything I said. In fact, I probably wrote the book for TC to get the fight. All right, so now we're going to take a look at this tweet. Uh, Terrence Crawford asked if he's now surpassed Naoya Inouye to become boxing's number one pound for pound today. Without a doubt, this was two fighters who are in the top five of the pound for pound rankings. How can I not be number one pound for pound? So that's TC responding to being asked if he's now surpassed Inouye. I'm turning it over to you, G. What's your reaction do you think that Terrence Bud Crawford is now the number one pound for pound? Yeah, he's, he has to be the number one pound for pound. Like, he beat Spence. Spence was like probably what, like rank maybe like five, four. Usually on the pound for pound list. You know what I mean? Like Fulton was never like on the pound for pound list. You know what I mean? So, although anyway's performance was impressive, you know, like. TC did it against another pound for pound fighter. So you gotta bump him up to number one. You know, so um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't see how people can make an argument that anyway should be above TC. That doesn't make sense to me, you know. So like and not to mention like TC's class, like the 147 has has more like competitive opposition. You know, so like anyway, just came up to that weight class, and I don't know. I wasn't really, I wasn't really impressed by Fulton, to be honest. So, like, I, I have to say that TC definitely deserves to be number one pound for pound. All right, I'm turning it over to you, Trill Dollar Bill. Um, oh, hold on, can I just clarify? Wait a minute, I didn't say anyway wasn't on the pound for pound list. I'm saying that he shouldn't be number one above Spence. I mean, above uh, Crawford. That's what I was making the argument. You know, I was saying. You're saying anyway should be number one or Crawford should be number one? No, Crawford should be number one. Okay. But Irish Boston Bro is saying that I guess I said that anyway shouldn't be on the list at all. No, no, no. Anyway's on the list. He said you got 78 sports pound for pound list. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yo, yo, listen. What, yo, what is going on with this? Y'all thinking I'm a PBC plant? Or something, bro? Yo, he coming at you like you 78 sports guys. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy, man. What up, Leo? All right, uh, you, you good? You got right, Dollar Bill? Dollar Bill, you you didn't give your list. All right, you didn't you um, didn't say you got number one, right? Uh, into September, right now I got TC into September 30th. I got, I got, I got TC, and then I got, I got my man. Y'all know I got my man Saul. I got, I got um Charlo. 
I got um uh NUA, I got Devin, you know. Those right there, that's the top five right there. You can talk about for pound for pound right there. You know, you can throw some guy other guys in there like the better bees and you know. But um yeah, 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 yeah. I got TC right now until September 30th. <laughs> All right, Ned the TBE. I'm curious to hear uh, what you have TC right now. Nah, I, I give him that. For, like, you know, it's, it's the next. He, his performance was amazing last night. And, you know, we've been waiting for this Spencer and TC fight for the longest. And now that it's happened, you know, before they ESPN or a lot of, well, not every source, but ESPN had him ranked number one power fighter. And I, I knocked it. But now I think he deserves that. Till till we get that Canelo Charlo fight, and then that's where he goes back. He goes down to number two, or it depends on that performance. And then we'll see who's the next number one pound for pound fighter. But he got he got the spot right now. He got it. I want to say this, and I want to make this clear. Last night was very important because remember I said I'll get back to the comment we saw. Someone said this was Terence Crawford's easiest fight. That's what I saw. And it really did look that way. This is what happens when the best fight the best. Someone is forced to raise their level. Like you can see how shocked TC was. TC knew going into this fight, his legacy was on the line. TC knew how important this fight was. And so what we got to see was the absolute best version of TC. When we watched the fights with, uh, uh, Gamboa, when we watched the fights with uh, Kavaloskis and even his fight with David Avenesian, right? TC got caught with, with some punches because he knew he could because he wasn't really worried about those guys. In the end, TC knew he can turn it on whenever he wanted to. Even with Sean Porter, when he went back to his corner and they were like, yo, you're down. Bud was like, what? They was like, you're down. And Bud was like, oh, okay, say less. And then he just ended the fight. But in this fight, he didn't want to take any chances. He knew he had to be shot the entire time, right? So when the fight, once the fight started, when the bell sound, I'll tell you when I knew the fight was over. I knew the fight was over after round three. After round three, I said, there's nothing Spence can do, and Crawford hasn't even gone to the bag yet. And then Crawford started opening up, and then Crawford started just doing them in. But it took an opponent like Earl Spence to show that TC was levels above. We were never going to get to see that TC was levels above unless he was in a ring with a guy like Earl Spence. And because he spent years at top rank, we never got to see him in there with the Danny Garcias. We never really got to see him in there with the Sean Porters. And although I like Sean Porter and I respect Sean Porter, it didn't help that when he got Sean Porter, Sean Porter was ready to retire. So we didn't know if it was really the Sean Porter that we were accustomed to seeing, right? So what ended up happening last night was we all got to see TC on full display against a guy no one could discredit for undisputed, and he looked marvelous. He turned in his best performance because that's what legends do. That's what Floyd did. Floyd's done it several times. That's what Floyd did against uh, Canelo. It's what Floyd did against Manny Pacquiao. It's what Earl Spence did against, I mean, what TC did against Earl Spence. He made it look effortless. He made it look flawless. TC left no debate in anyone's mind. Like, you, no one can sit here today, although I heard some people. Now, you want to know 
who's a fanboy, I heard some people saying they had Earl Spence up at the time of the stoppage. If someone says that, that's a fanboy. There's no way. <laughs> Round one is debatable that you could give to Earl, and that's it, right? Earl was up on four by four <laughs> rounds. Earl was up at the time of the stoppage, and the ref jumped in too ref early. jumped in too soon. Because <laughs> he was on the comeback. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they said that was Ned. <laughs> that was Ned's score card. Yeah. So for real. So for me, yo, it's actually when you get those type of opponents, it's like it's like you go to another level. It's like your 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 senses your senses are heightened, and you understand what's in front of you. And we needed Earl Spence to bring out that TC, and we saw that TC. And one thing I want to point out to everyone. Just to close with this, because I think this is very important. Getting and supporting the winner is important. And I'm going to tell you why I think it's important. Look at how TC and Earl interacted with each other. TC went after one of Earl's entourage who was running his mouth, but he never disrespected Earl. When Earl said, when are you going to thank me for making this fight? TC said, we can thank each other. And he said, we, we're going to make history. And then Earl said, we're going to make bank. When TC dropped Earl... He talked trash to, to Jamel saying, you next, right? But he never talked trash to Earl. He went to Earl and said, you a great fighter. Don't let them say anything about you and make you doubt yourself. When TC went to the, to the uh, post-fight press conference, he hugged Earl and gave Earl his belts back because he knows he's getting new ones. Look at that, bro. If you can't respect that, you're just a hater at the end of the day. So I think TC won the night, not just uh, in the ring, Outside the ring, before he was just a class act, and that's somebody you got to support. You know what I mean? He was a class act. Shout out to TC. Yeah, that's a fact. And y'all already know Usyk is on my list. Pound for pound, stop playing with me. <laughs> did Ned answer this question? Oh, I didn't answer TC's number one. Ned, Ned yeah, answered TC's number oh. one. Pound for pound, and, and anyway is close second. TC number one, NUA two, Usyk three, for me, and and then I got uh my man as uh Jamel would say cinnamon uh number <laughs> number four. <laughs> All right, so yeah. y'all better chill out. You see what happens when you put too much of that cinnamon in your oh, mouth. <laughs> 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 what if this dude beats Charlo next, bro? That's undisputed three divisions, man. That's yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, know? yeah. If he if he if he beats him next, undisputed, it's crazy. Oh man, y'all ready for that next topic? Yes, sir. All right, so do you want to see TC fight Spence again? Yeah, this should be good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so this is where I'm going to show y'all G's, uh, G's burner account. But first, we're asking, do you want to see uh, a rematch between Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford? So uh, first, we're going to take a look at what Earl Spence had to say. Earl Spence wrote, congratulations to at Terrence Crawford. Good-ish. Hopefully, we can do it again before the end of the year. All right? And this is what G's burner account had to say. Everyone, G's burner account has been discovered. And I'm going to expose it right now. This is what, what G had to say on his burner account, which is also Tristan. 
G said, notice how Anthony Joshua comes around the camp and you lose. Really makes you think. <laughs> so that's what this <laughs> G definitely did now. <laughs> so you see, my man G's murder account. All right. So I will turn it to you, uh, Dollar Bill. Do you want to see this fight again? Why not? Um, look, we don't seen other fights take place when we seen one P person stop the other person. Look, uh, 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 Ray stopped, um, Tommy in the first one, you know, years later, they did it. They did it again. I felt that Tommy got his get back, even though they called it a draw, you know, um, same thing. It happened before, you know, um, with other fights, listen, if Earl feels in his heart of hearts, that he wasn't a hundred percent, and he wants to do it again. He had put the clause in his contract to do it again. If TC wants to do it and make the bag, he seemed like he's up for it. You know, um, look, why not? Like, why not? This is what you're in here to do. You know what I'm saying? Challenge yourself. Go back to the drawing board. If you feel like you've been wrong, do it again. You see, the greats always want to challenge themselves after they lost. They want to go and run it back and feel, you know, why? This is what you get into this sport for, you know, to just to test yourself, to see if you're better. If he feels like he can do better, that wasn't him, why not? Who is? Who are we to say, you know what I'm saying, who not? If you're going to buy the fight, buy the fight. If you're not, you're not. But I would love to see it again, maybe at 154, but just to see what he got. But listen, I don't care, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, G, all right, your reaction? Do you want to see uh, the fight again, and was that your burner account? Uh, no, that was not my burner account. But um, <laughs> Do you agree with what was stated in that in that tweet, G? Yo, listen, I'm not even going to lie, man. Yesterday, I'm going to say this, though. <laughs> I was like, yo, how come I don't see AJ, bro? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Then that James talking about he got to fly back to the U.K., I'm like, yo, AJ should have been there, man. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. He spiked his water and got up out of there. <laughs> you know? Yo, here's another thing, too, I forgot to mention. That, yo, we got to stop interviewing these fighters, man, after the fight. Especially after, like, a beating like that. You know, he was clearly concussed. They didn't care. They kept asking him questions, multiple questions. I'm like, bro, you don't see this dude's face. You don't hear how he's talking. Like, like Spence sounded like, he got hit by a bus, and they really asked him all these foolish questions at that moment. I didn't like that, man. So I just wanted to say that. But in regards to this question, do I want to see this fight again? I'm going to be honest with you. I actually don't. Now, I know that Spence was like, hey, you know, he wants to run it back at 154. I don't – I, I believe he'll have a better performance, but – he's still going to get dominated, you know? So, and to me, if he gets dominated again like that, that could be a career ender. So, I don't know. If I was uh, Spence's team, I'll try to convince him not to do it. Now, again, Spence is a proud man. So, you know, he's not going to probably listen to anyone. He's going to want to run it back and run it back. So, He's, you know, it's, it's, it's just his, his pride, man. It's going to get in his way. But for him to run it back, he has to make a lot of changes, which I, I just don't see him uh, accomplishing, especially I think he said he wants to rematch for sometime in December. 
Nah, bro. I'm I'm sorry, man. I, I hope Derek James could could convince this guy, like, yo, bro, like, yo, we could run it back, but not right now. You, you need some time, you know. So he needs time to heal for one, and he needs some time to develop new skills, you know, like. I think he he thought yo know, being one dimensional, just moving forward is gonna work. He could just bully his way through the fight, but clearly that shows that that style's not working. And TC he's shown he looks like he's stronger than you and faster than you. So I, I don't know, man. So I I don't even want to see that rematch. I'll see it. I mean, if it happens, I'm a I'm gonna pay and I'm gonna support it. But I don't think he should do that. And if if I was in his corner, I would tell him like. Bro, let's reconsider this. Hey, yo, so Alexander Sankey, real quick. Lovejoy can't make my pound-for-pound list until after his next fight in Tijuana, Mexico, where he's taking on the toughest fighter they have to offer. After that, then he might make my list. I uh, Ned the TBE. Now, I wouldn't mind seeing this fight a second time. There's certain things about getting to that next segment, but – you know, you got to run it back. And for Spence, mm-hmm. like, the way you went out last night, and as a talented fighter as you are, yeah, you got to go back to the drum board. Make, you got to fix, fix – you got to watch the tape. And you got you to really, like, take this, take it serious. But we got to see it again. We got to see a part two. I know it was, a, it was a one-sided fight last night, but I think Spence has more to offer than what he showed us. And who knows? Maybe, Maybe – He'll take he'll train harder, he'll take more serious, and he'll use a different strategy. Uh if they agree to a rematch. Yeah. I would You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Do I wanna see the rematch? No. I feel like I saw all I need to see last night. Bud Crawford is the better fighter. Cause everyone keeps saying and it's true. Bud didn't even need to go to, to, to the second gear. That's a fact. He didn't even need to go to second gear. Yo, Bud left the fight. Rumor has it Bud left the fight and then did a photo shoot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't get a scratch on him. You know what I mean? But Bud, Bud looking like, you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. So I don't need to see this fight again. But I understand Earl Spence lost three straps. He took the risk. He lost three straps. So out of respect for Earl, cool, we can, we can do it again, right? But if I'm Bud, we're doing it at 147 again because everyone keeps saying, oh, 154, 154. But if Bud's advantage is at 147, we fighting for the 147-pound titles, it has to be at 147. So if, if I'm Bud, yeah, we run it back at 147. We're not running it back at 154. And remember – when Earl was the A-side, he called the shots. But Terrence Bud Crawford is now the A-side. So Terrence now calls the shots. If I'm Terrence, we can do it again. We're doing it at 147. Hell, and Terrence can do it in Omaha, Nebraska if he wants to. But we're doing it at 147. It's it's a new day. And for me, I don't really see. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it in, in, into the next segment. But my thing is with this fight and doing it again is will it make the financial sense? Because bro, you brought up a great point. You brought up um, Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy the Hitman Hearns, but time had passed between their rematch. Hitman Hearns got some more wins under his belt where people were like, okay, let's see it again. 
This is an immediate rematch. In the immediate rematch at 147, I don't see anything Earl Spence can do that's going to make me feel like, yo, here's something different. The <laughs> only dude, actually two guys, the only two guys I've ever seen really turn things around. I shouldn't say ever seen, but in, in recent memory, that turned things around in an immediate rematch was Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz, and Lennox Lewis, Hasim Rockman. Lennox got knocked out cold. But again, we know what happened. Lennox got caught with a shot, not taking Rockman seriously. And in the second fight, he was out for blood, and he took Rockman out in the second round. Anthony Joshua got caught with a punch, underestimating Andy Ruiz. Well, not underestimating, but going in for the kill recklessly, which is underestimating him, right? And then <clears throat> well, then they can do it again at 154, I guess, but, but what's – What's that going to do? It's not undisputed anymore. It's, look, I'll say this. To me, it's more than just weight with Earl Spence. There's a lot of tactical issues. So we'll get into that in the next segment. But I don't want to see it again. I don't think they should do it again. We can move on to the next segment because basically everything I got to say is related to that. Yeah, but, yeah, last night they did uh... – Crawford did say that it's 147 is hard for him as well. And he said he doesn't mind the rematch being at 154. So it's looking like the rematch will be 154. But to me, it's like yeah, it'll be at yeah. 153 yeah, for man. the 147 pound belt. I know, right? You know, Manny Pacquiao is a welterweight fight. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, man. 153. Do it at 153. <laughs> it's like whatever. But uh, all right. So now we're on to uh, what adjustments can Spence make to be more competitive in a rematch? All right. And Ned the TBE, I'm going to go uh, to you and say, what uh, adjustments can Spence make to be more competitive in a rematch against Terrence Crawford? Like, there's th things he could do better. Like, I feel like. After he, uh, he realized he was losing the fight, he had to like be the aggressive. But he he made he just was like trying to he he did the wrong he used the wrong strategy. Once he he got knocked down, what like what was it after like the fifth sixth round, and he got knocked down in the it was a what was it it was a 10 seven round. And that's when he was like he has he has to do something in the way he got to either try to take TC's head off or something, and that was the wrong strategy. And from jump. He was fighting Terrence Crawford's fight. There's certain times fighters, you make a fight or fight your fight, and he, there was no there was no point. He took control of that fight last night. I think he can take control of the fight, but he has to use better judgment with his punches. He has to keep his distance. He clearly has to use more head movement because every time he got counted, it was bad. And we done seen Spence Spence um beat the top 10 fighters in this division. Just like last night, he just got outclassed. I think he need to go back in the gym, just work on his defensive strategies. Not because uh, he's, he, We done seen him counter fighters, but he just got to be, be, I don't know. He got to look more weight. I ain't going to say get bigger. Just get more sharper, get clear, cleaner, and come with a better strategy than you did last night. Only way, if he, if he, only way I could see him beating TC in the rematch is if he, Shows that he's more focused than he was last night because last night he was all over the place. All right, uh, we're gonna go to G. Yeah, I, I think the adjustments that Spence needs to make for one is he has to keep his hands up, and it's like 
every fight, Spence always gets hit because he, for some reason, he just likes to lower his hands. Or when he's attacking, he forgets his opposite hand should be glued to his face. If you look in that fight, TC did an excellent job of always protecting himself, no matter what punch he was throwing. Like, he was technically sound in that fight. Spence seemed kind of wild almost. Like, and it seemed like the more hurt uh, Spence was, the more, like, reckless he was with his movement. His head was too exposed. <laughs> so it was like, these are, like, dangerous things, especially against a guy who's, like, sharp with punches, you know? So... To me, it's just it, – I think he needs to just concentrate on keeping these – just keeping his gloves to his face, man. Like, that's number one. And two, I'm being honest. If I was Derek James, I would try to recruit um, uh, what's one called Lomachenko's dad in training camp. Papachenko. Yeah, Papachenko. And the reason why is because, like, I think he could benefit from the – the those mental exercises that he has Lomachenko do because I think he needs to learn how to make adjustments on the fly. You know, I think he relies too much on Derrick James, you know, in between rounds to just tell him what to do as opposed to, like, making adjustments. Like, TC can make adjustments on his own. Spence isn't that type of guy, you know. So I, I think he needs to work more on – you know, just just building. I, I don't know if it's bu- building his uh, IQ, but it's it's like I don't know. It's like more re-response. Like you know, like he needs to work on that. You know, and I, I think he'll do a lot better. But again, who knows? And hopefully at one fifty four, I think he'll have more energy, right? Because I do feel like, and this is no excuse, but I, I believe. He was just too weight drained because every punch that he threw looked like it had no power. Like, so it just, I, I think maybe a, at a higher weight class, you know, and I think maybe, maybe he overtrained for this fight. So maybe now that he's experienced his first loss, maybe that, that, that pressure on his back is no longer there. So now he'll be, he'll have an easier training camp. So, yeah. So I just think he needs to work on defense. He needs to focus on, uh, mental exercises to help him prepare to make adjustments, especially against a guy like TC who makes you know adjustments on the fly. He needs to be willing to have a plan A, B, and C. He might even need to have a plan D, you know? So that that one-sided just move forward style is no longer going to work, especially against a guy like a tactician or like TC. So yeah, these are the things that he needs to, to, to fix. All right, Dollar Bill. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yo, I don't ever want to hear nobody ever get on the TBE about bootlegging fights. Because with MD and my man Roman numerals has showed me in this comment section is that there's over 300 people in the chat. And nobody's hitting the like button. So what I need y'all to do, all the 300 people in here, is I need y'all to hit the like button. Because it's like y'all watching... On bootleg. You know what I'm saying? Hit that like button. It's a fish fry for Spence, and they came to fry us too. That's what I'm saying. At least you could do is 
hit the like button. Or dislike. Um, hit the dislike button too. Go ahead. I appreciate you, Mike. Um, listen, um, what can can Earl do? I don't got the answer, Sway. You know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, but I know he gotta do better than what he did. Like this this just didn't even seem like like Earl. It just this I know he gotta do better the next one. I don't care. Whatever he does next is gonna be better than what he did on this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like even when he went to go throw a punch. You know what Earl needs to be? Earl got to be Earl. I know people nitpicking and saying this, that, and this, and that, and Earl. This wasn't the Earl that I'm used to seeing. This is, is not uh, a... Like, Earl is is fundamentally sound. Like, when I see Earl used to throw a jab, he'll throw a punch, and that comes right back. When I see him throw a jab, I see it come back. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see that from Earl this fight. Um, even when he was swinging the, the body punches, it wasn't like he was coming right back with it. You know what I'm saying? Um... Yo, I, I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe the night was just too big for him. I'm not making no excuses. I'm just saying maybe the night was too big for him. Maybe he just overthink the situation. But I would like for Spence to be Spence. You know what I'm saying? Um I just suspected uh this is even when he was throwing it, I seen him throw a a, a drunk a drunken master shot. You know what I'm saying? Like he threw a punch. But he do the other one with it too at the same time. It was like, are you kicking? You know what I'm saying? I was, you three TCs in there at that point, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was three TCs. Like, I don't know what he was doing. It was like put the one in the middle. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I don't know what was going on, man. Um, like, but I, I just feel like any adjustment he makes would be better than what we just see. You know, um, look, I I'm just a firm believer in man, like. Like, you don't tell no man what he can and cannot do. If he feeling this hard, he wants to go do this, and this is what he does for a living. This is it. Let him go in and and, 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 and do his thing. But I don't know what he can do to be bad. I just know, just be Earl, because that wasn't the Earl that I'm accustomed to seeing. I know everybody's saying, like, oh, this is the Earl we've been seeing. No, this is not the Earl we've been seeing. You know what I'm saying? This is not the Earl we've been seeing. I ain't never seen Earl get hit with a jab and lose his whole, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen Earl get hit with a little shoulder and fly across the ring. I've never seen it. So I just, I don't know. I just want to see something else. You know what I mean? Shout out to TC. Good fight last night. But uh, Spence, let's, let's see what's up. And we're not going to call Spence no hype job. We've seen the people oh, he fought. Man. You can't, you can't win three beat. belts. If you, say, if you can't win three belts, if you a high job, because then if that's the case, then you're taking the credit away from Crawford's win by calling yeah. Spence a hype job. So stop that. Let's just keep it yeah. what it is. You know what I'm saying? It was a good fight. And, and, and what's the name did his thing? TC did his thing. All right. So just a few things. So jump into that. I want to know, Cat, Cat, uh, Locator, uh, are you a uh, cat boxing from from Twitter? And so I want I want to look at some of the recommendations that people made in the comment section because I because it, my answer I'll, I'll give it to you. But I saw some recommendations in the comment section. I gotta like scroll up now because um, but I seen like he needs more head movement. For example, um, he needs to improve his defense. I see he didn't use enough feints. Um, I see a lot of things. 
He needs to he needs to use more angles. I'm going to tell you what he needs based on what I've seen. He needs to land the punch from the gods. That's that's what he needs to land. He needs to land that punch that would rock and hurt uh, Earl Spence, and that I mean that would hurt Terrence Crawford, and that will give him an opportunity. He didn't hurt TC. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. And and what and, and once that didn't happen, the floodgates were open. What can he do differently in a rematch? Well, if I was training Earl based on what I saw, I would tell him a few things. One, you need to focus on keeping your guard tight. Two, you need to use your jab and only your jab for like the first two rounds. You want to slow it down. If he gets in close. You need to hold him. You don't want to get in exchanges with TC because TC's faster than you and he's more accurate than you and he's sharper than you. Basically, I would try to get him to fight like a mini uh, uh, Klitschko, mini Klitschko style. So that's what I would do. She said, Bud deadlifts 450 pounds, throws a football 70 yards, got a 30-inch vertical, hits a golf ball 300 yards. Everybody was saying he was going to bully Crawford. Dude is just stronger than Spence. All right? I mean, I respect all those things that you're saying, but at the end of the day, this is still boxing. I'm sure Floyd Mayweather can't do any of those, like a, a fraction, like he can't do all those things in his prime. But I, I tell you this, you put TC in the ring against Floyd in his prime, and you know, it is what it is. So, I'm. A, but again, TC is definitely stronger than people gave him credit for. But sometimes the only way to prove it is to have people line up and run. Like when you look at it, for example, one of my favorite sports is a uh, women's track. I love women's track. You got uh, you got Sharika Jackson. You got Shelly Ann Fraser Price. You have. Uh, Elena Thompson Hurrah, you got Shakari Richardson, you have all these. Um, this is this new girl who just beat Shakari, too. She just came moved up. Uh, Alfred, I think her name is. You have all these great athletes, and they run their times. And when you see them run and they win, you're like, Yo, I think that person, I think that person, but it's not until they actually in the race and they line up against each other that you can see who's faster. This is this is I'm talking about track to make the point that you can't tell who's stronger in a boxing match until they get him in a ring. We always talk about this on 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 the show. We think someone's faster. We think someone has speed. Like Stephen Fulton looked fast, for example. Stephon Fulton looked fast against the opponents he was in the ring with, and he is fast. But when I saw him in the ring with anyway, anyway was just faster, sharper, better timing. So, again, you don't know these things until you put them in the ring with each other. And when they were in the ring with each other, yeah, you could see that Crawford was stronger. Crawford was stronger than I expected him to be. He was stronger than Earl expected him to be. Trust me, he was stronger than Earl expected him to be, so we could see that. So, again, adjustments he can make, I would tell him to fight like a, a, a mini Klitschko. And maybe you can slow down the attack. Maybe you can slow down the rounds to where you can compete. And you can make it competitive. But in the end, based on what I saw last night, I don't see a way that Earl Spencer beat Terrence Crawford, even if it's at 154. All right. So 
we're on to the next uh topic. TC's thought this is it when he felt Spence's power. All right, yeah. So Terrence Bud Crawford gave an interview to Stephen A. Smith where he spoke about Earl Spence power. We're going to take a listen to what uh, Terrence Crawford had to say, and then we're going to discuss it. So here's what TC had to say about Earl Spence power. Oh, yeah, definitely. After the uh, second round, when I heard him, I felt as if he couldn't handle my power like I can handle his. I remember him <clears throat> throwing a overhand loop and left, and he caught me right on the button. I think it was the first order, second round. And, you know, I was just like, this is it? I was like, oh, okay. You know, it's going to be a long night for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. After so that's the, uh, what, uh, second uh, round when I heard him. TC had to say, I'm turning over to you, Troy. What was your reaction to uh, what TC had to say about uh, Earl's power? Um, that's him. Guess what it is. It is what it is. I guess Gamboa hits harder. If there was nothing, I don't know. <laughs> Gamboa hits harder. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Horn hits harder. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kavaloskis hits harder. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? That's how. If y'all don't want, if that's what I don't, I don't know. If if y'all not trying to hear that's, I don't know. Some some just is just I don't know. This is what it is. Shout out to Gamboa. <laughs> uh, G. Well, I'm gonna say this, uh, and be more. I agree with what you just wrote. Like this is scary. But saying this about his power, this only reason why I don't want a rematch. And this is why I'm like I'm leaning towards this as well because if Bud's like yo, I didn't feel anything or it was light. Like, it makes you want to have a rear. It makes me it makes me want to have a rematch. Like, what the hell was going on then? Like, is there is there some case to him not feeling like he was himself? If if this if he's saying like this and he was this is the guy who was rocked by um Gamboa. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, this doesn't make sense to me. Something's like, off, yo. Something's yeah, off. And if nobody like, wants to say that, you like, want to be real and fight he had when when Spence fought. Both uh Sean Porter and um what's his name uh Special K right so and the reason why I'm bringing up uh, those, <laughs> both fighters Yo, highlight MD oh almost. but like these guys <laughs> did a lot better against TC <laughs> than what Spence did you know what I'm saying they get that Turbo Zane that Turbo Zane you better get that uh Jarrell Miller. <laughs> the Turbo Zane, proud sponsor of the Boxing Bros, the Turbo Zane. <laughs> but it's just to me, I I couldn't even imagine getting punished like that, you know, because we've seen both gentlemen fight guys where lesser opposition has given more more of a competitive uh, match to TC, you know, and these same guys, Spencer beat. And then Spence gets in there and gets completely mopped. So it's just like, bruh. Like I, I, I feel like TC's telling the hundred percent truth. Like he was probably like, "Yo, I have no respect for your power." So I'm gonna continue to just 
just just fillet his fish. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I didn't see any form of resistance, bro. Like, TC didn't even break a sweat. Like, it looked like every time they'll go back to the corners, like, Spence looked like a new person. Every, every Between every round, he looking, like, more beat up, more added. <laughs> While TC looked fresh to death, like he was good, like he could have won another 15 rounds, bro. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I don't, I'm be honest, I don't know what Spence could do for the next fight. This is this is like dangerous. Like, this could literally be a career ender. Like, he was clearly concussed, you know, at the end of that fight. And it was just unnecessary punishment after punishment after punishment. Like, you can't do this back-to-back, bro. If you do this back-to-back, it might literally be over for this guy. And you still he's fairly young. You know what I mean? He's not, like, like fresh. But, you know, he's young enough where he can still have a couple more years. But if he goes back into that fight and, and TC is as sharp like he was the first time, man, that's a short-lived career for, for Spence, man. So it's dangerous. All right, TBE. Uh... That's I don't know I don't I wouldn't like we all seen Spencer's power so we know he had, he's he's a, he's a hard puncher but last night we, you could see like after like the third round Spencer was fading his face was getting beat up I just think he couldn't stand on his punches like, he was he couldn't he wasn't even connecting most of the time so I just feel if he actually connected and there were clean shots from Spence. TC would be saying something else, but Spence didn't connect with any any clean shots. If it, if he ever connected, it would be an exchange where he's taking a punch from TC while he landed a simple. What was it? I think he landed like thirty three punches last night, which is this is this so mediocre for a guy like Spence. But I think if Spence was just in better, I don't know. I wouldn't give him any excuses. It's just. Last night wasn't his night. He wasn't landing, standing on his punches. He, he he couldn't connect properly. He was by the fourth, fifth round. He was bloodied in the face. He could he he looked he looked exhausted, and you know at that point, I don't know. I I, I just like Spence gave what he got had last night, and that was it. So yeah, yeah I guess. But we all know Spence is a better puncher than that. Yeah, and I, let me just can I just respond to to um. Arlette, like, I'm not coming up with excuses for Spence's performance. Like, I believe if they have, if they run it back, the same thing's going to happen. I don't think he should do it at all because if he does it, if he runs it back again, that same thing happened, this could be a career ender. So I think, you know, he has to kind of think about his loved ones, you know, his career, his bills. And, and to me, it's like, you know, if you, if you think you have a chance against TC – Build your resume up, you know what I mean? Fight some other guys, learn some techniques, do a lot of things, you know, with other fighters. So then you'll be actually ready for a TC fight if, in fact, you think you could beat him. But I don't think this Spence right now could do this. It, it, it's just foolish thinking. So that's that's what I'm not trying to come up with excuses. I'm just being real. Like, bro, don't do this to yourself, man. Like, think about those that need you, you know what I mean? Yo, see, this is why I love these big fights. This is why these big fights need to happen more. Like, it, I, I just love seeing, like, the, the stuff in there. So, Arlette saying she heard that uh, heavy drinkers bleed faster. Stuff like that. just, that's, that's hilarious. It's pretty funny. All right. Yo, check this out. I tell people this all the time. 
the best chin is the chin that doesn't get hit. You understand? Like the chin that doesn't get touched is the best chin. And I think it was KTH for life. I saw uh, what you wrote. You said that's because TC saw all Spence punches coming. And that's true. The punches that get you are the one you ones you don't see. But Spence's punches were predictable. He was throwing the same punches. He was trying to land the loop and left. He was trying to land the uh, right hook. It was it was eaten, and, and TC saw it all. It was predictable. So the first thing is, if your chin doesn't get hit, then you know. But what he's saying, and this is what, um, what I gather from it, he said when he did get hit with a flush shot in the second round, and he said, "Oh, this is all he has to offer." That gave him the confidence to say, "I can take his power." But he still didn't get reckless. He still didn't go in there crazy, opening himself up for punches. He still used his technique. He still used great defense. And he still picked his shots perfectly. But what he was saying was Spence couldn't handle his power. So he knew at that point Spence had nothing that can beat him. And that's real. Because going into this fight, I'm going to tell you why I picked Earl Spence. Because I seen Earl Spence walk forward on Danny Garcia, right, and just straight Pressure him into submission. Pressure Ugas into submission. Pressure these fighters into submission. And I thought that Spence would be able to take TC's punches and do the same thing. But once he couldn't take TC's punches, once it became evident that TC could hurt him, he had no shot. That's when I knew it was over. If you go back, what I said, I knew this fight was over in the third round, right? I knew it was over in the third round because I knew that Spence couldn't take his punches. I mean, and once Spence couldn't take Crawford's punches, it was over. So that's when I knew that it was a wrap. And for me, I think I think he's telling the truth. I think he didn't get hit by anything that made him worry in that ring. Just look at his face. Look at him. He he let yo. But again, I just want to point out. I think that comes from the fact he was in the fight of his life. He was in the best shape of his life. He was ready for the moment. He, he was inspired and determined to put on a performance. Five years of hearing people say things, and it, it motivated him. So I'm not here to talk about Danny Garcia, but I, I want to say this uh, to um, Arlette, and I respect that, that, that you're here, and I'm glad that, I'm glad that you're back, actually. Um, but remember, I always said I think Sean Porter is elite. And you're the one who said he wasn't elite. I always said I think Danny Garcia is elite. And you're the one who said you don't think he's elite. Now, remember, elite doesn't mean the best. Elite doesn't mean at the top. Elite just means better than your average. So you can't discredit Danny Garcia and discredit Ugas and discredit Sean Porter because you're only hurting TC. If you're a TC fan, think about that. So you're saying that Sean Porter's not all that. You're saying that uh, Ugas isn't all that. These are the dudes who Spence beat that put him to the level of which we could have this mega fight. So you don't want to sit there and try to throw dirt on these guys. These guys are all champions, championship caliber. Yeah, he was he was in great shape. They're no Bud Crawford. Bud Crawford is above them. Bud Crawford cemented himself. And Otis, no name on, on his resume, talk is dead. But if you're being honest with yourself, even Bud Crawford admitted he didn't have a marquee name on his resume at 147. 
Just do a simple Google search. You will see he filed a lawsuit against Bob Arum. And in the lawsuit against Bob Arum, Terrence Crawford cites not having a marquee fight at 147 as one of the reasons why he wanted to leave Bob Arum. So it's not like people who said his resume wasn't up to par were making stuff up. Even he acknowledged that. He, he's even acknowledged that himself. But no one can say that anymore. That's the beauty of this fight. He shut all that down. And moving forward, people need to give him the respect he deserves, and people should roll with Crawford. Yeah, but speaking of belts, I forgot to mention this. Yo, that dude, Mauricio Suleiman, is a scumbag. And here's why. When they were like, you know, when all the governing bodies are putting the belts around uh, TC, you know, this dude, Mauricio, came through like, yo, yo, put that WBC belt up front. This dude literally trying to cover up other belts. And I'm like, the other president, <laughs> and none of them said anything. I'd have been like, yo, Mauricio, back up, bro. Your belt ain't better than my belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mauricio had no respect, bro. Like, WBC is straight savage, man. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yo, Mauricio, man, he a hot mess, though. Crazy. Crazy. You know, he wanted to do that because Spence called out uh them sanctioning fees and say he wanna know what them sanctioning fees are going or whatever. So you know Mauricio's happy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, When you question the fees, you get beat down. Yeah, we can move on to the next All one. Right. Yeah. So T C and Jamel exchanged words in the middle of the fight. What's his name? What's his name? You talking about Mauricio? Oh, no, I was looking at uh, the comment section. Say you oh. love me without saying you love me, baby. <laughs> Mauricio got <laughs> mob connections. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see why you just said that. <laughs> 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 oh, you're a funny dude. All right, yo. All right, so we're, we're diving into it. In the middle of the fight, TC exchanged words with uh, Jam Jamel Charlo, particularly when he made a statement. We're going to take a look at it, and then we're going to discuss it. All right? So, oh, yeah, and we're going to get to that Caleb stuff, too, just to let y'all know. But, uh, yeah, we're going to take a look at uh, what happened in the middle of the fight. So this is TC. <laughs> got dropped. Stop look, at, look at Russell Westbrook right there. You see Jamel in uh, the, the red, the red hoodie standing right there. TC has some words for him. You see Bud. You see Bud looking at him. Bud's going to point at him. The knee and you. Let's do it. You see that right there? Yo, who's screaming? Who's on recording? Yo, no, nah, that, that's from someone's phone, bro. Oh, we, think we, can't show, we can't show actual Showtime footage because then they'll claim the video. Nah, nah I was just like, oh, <laughs> that ain't Charlo screaming like that. You know what I'm saying? This sound like a Bud fan. You know, someone, are we going to talk about that? Are we going to talk about the slap heard all around Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, on here. Yeah. It's on here. We got to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right so here's another angle of, of, of that. Chris Crawford talking uh, to Jamel. Oh, <laughs> uh, you see that? All right, so I'm going to turn it over 
to the TBE. I'm going to start with you, man. What was your reaction to TC having words with Jamel in the middle of the fight and after the fight? Hey, man, yo, the Chows had an eventful weekend this weekend, man. So <laughs> they, 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 want, they, they, want the, they want all the smoke. Let them have it, yo. You know, Jamel want to go go um, uh, and call out TC. That's exciting. That's great for boxing. If if they could ha- um, have a sit down, make this fight happen, it'd be another big fight, you know. It'd be if if they could have it. What I don't know. We talking about rematches. If they could f- go past the rematch and then make this fight happen in December. Well, this is too soon for December, like you know. But it's another big fight for TC in in 2023. But that would be amazing if these two could get in the ring. You see, you see TC get a chance to be undisputed three way classes. Jamel gets to take on a tough opponent, and you know, um, whoever wins gets to like you know build that legacy and tighten up their resume. So I, I ain't mad at it, you know. So it makes it makes it competitive, it makes it great for the sport of boxing. All right, G. I'm be honest, man. Jamel, <laughs> I don't do it, yo. Man, listen. Don't do it, man. Yo, man, I don't know, man. If I was Jamel, I'd probably be like, I'll find a way to get about that fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, this is, I don't know, man. Hey, Jamel, I mean, uh, it's still going to be a great fight, but I, I don't know. If, if this TC that was dialed in like this gets in the ring with Jamel, yo, because... I'm I'm being like Jamel's style is predictable, you know. So, like I, I think TC will see his punches coming too, you know. Like now he's I think he's quicker with counters. He's like well, he's better. He's faster than um than Spence, in on that regard. But his style is similar to 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 Spence's. So I don't know, man. If he wants, if he really wants it with TC, bro. Like I know, like. TC's like t- technically smaller, but not as much. You know what I mean? Like even when he went up against Spence, I thought Spence was way bigger than him. And actually, they were like close in size. And TC had a longer reach than than Spence. So, I, I TC might be perfect for 154, man. To be honest. So, if these guys gonna play with this dude, man, take him real serious. You know, it's one thing to talk trash to this guy, but he seemed like he really wants these fights. You know, and knowing Al and PBC, they're gonna give it to him. So, Jamal, man, you better go Super Saiyan mode because this kid gonna violate you too. You know, he's gonna run through Texas, man. So y'all better be careful. That's all I'm gonna say. Is be careful. That's a warning. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know he came. He came out when I'm from Texas. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, that Texas fish fry. <laughs> TC built right. different, man. <laughs> All right, Dollar Bill. Uh, TC and Jamil exchanged words during the middle of the fight. That's cute. Uh, listen, I feel like concentrate on the task at hand. That's how I feel because my man from Guadalajara. <laughs> he might, he, he might, he might. Y'all talking like there's not this the guy that's been holding it down, 
but have been holding boxing and carrying boxing on his back. The guy from Guadalajara. Y'all acting like he ain't in the picture. You know what I'm saying? We need to be talking about maybe him and TC getting it on. Because Jamel might not make it past that test. He might not pass that Saul test or that cinnamon test he was saying. He might not pass that test. You know? So, um, yeah, I think they, that was cool. But you got something else in front of you unless you're going to say that your hand hurts and you're going to you know, try to opt out of that fight and try to go in there with TC. But I just think you got something else in front of you that is it's 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 a monster as well that you need to be focused on, and that's Saul. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. All right, so check this out. I think it would be dope, and I kind of do wish that that was the next fight in the chamber because you have Jamel moving up two weight classes to challenge. Uh, Canelo Alvarez for his title, which it kind of reminds me of an old scenario. It reminds me of Kel Brook moving up two weight classes to challenge Triple G, getting his orbital bone broken, then moving back down in weight and fighting Earl Spence, and then getting his other orbital bone broken. So now we're talking about uh, Jamel moving up two weight classes to fight Canelo, and we know Canelo he takes body parts from people. He's done it before, right? So if Jamel moves up to 168 and Canelo, let's just say Canelo knocks him out or Canelo beats him, Jamel takes an L. He's still undisputed at 154. So he's going to move down to 154. Of course, there's this Tim Tazoo issue, but you know I'm sure PBC can make him step aside if they were going to try to make undisputed versus undisputed TC versus Jamel at 154. And so Jamel would be coming off an of L. He would be coming off a loss. But this is why I say, again, I don't want no excuses, and I want respect across the board. I don't want to hear the Earl Spence fans say, oh, Jamel just got beat up by Canelo. If that does play out, if it does play out this way, and TC beats Jamel after Canelo beat him to become undisputed at 154, I don't want no excuses. Because Earl did the same thing, and y'all was cool with it. Okay, so so Trill, I hear what you're saying, but there may be a scenario where Jamel can lose to Canelo. Everyone's going to say, well, he moved up two weight classes. He did to be great. Right. So now he moves back down to 154. And he's in another undisputed fight. So Jamel's really going to be coming up on some bread because you got undisputed versus undisputed at 168. If he loses that 168, he keeps his 154 belts. He goes down to 154. He's in back-to-back undisputed versus undisputed fights. That's a hell of a cash out, especially when Canelo is the highest grossing star in in, in boxing. So I'm not saying that because Javante Davis just had a pay-per-view that went 1.2, 1.3. I'm saying Forbes says he makes the most money in boxing, right? So that's Canelo. But TC just became a superstar. You know how you know TC just became a superstar? It was a star-studded event. All the superstars, all the people who tune in just saw the way TC cooked Earl Spence, reminiscent of Floyd Money Mayweather. That's the performance we needed to create a superstar, really, because everybody was like, is that Floyd? Like, we were, you were waiting for, for TC to unzip his face and then Floyd to come out. Like, that, that's what it looked like in the ring 
So that type of performance made him a superstar. So Jamel possibly has two big fights lined up back to back. So I like it. But what I don't want to hear is anyone trying to discredit the situation if Bud does become three-time undisputed in three different weight classes, if that does happen, it certainly won't be me. So, um, yeah, we can uh, move on to the next one. All right. Next up is TC has words for his doubters. TC has words for his doubters, but he still don't have as, as many words as Arlette does. See, I think all that was just about to show she, you. She just, she just came back to get a rise. She yeah. just came back to get a rise. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to come back a more. You got to be hang around some more before, you know what I'm saying? We start putting you back in the folder thing. You know what I mean? All right. So, TC actually addressed his doubters. We have other people in here. Uh, addressing his doubters and i say salute to y'all man you know this is what boxing is all about at the end of the day right you roll with your fighter you went through the mud you took the you took your bruises you know i'm not gonna lie i lumped some of y'all up uh in some of our sessions so i know y'all coming back to get yours get yours salute to you this is your time tc dominated earl spence jr no one can dispute that and no sane person would ever try to debate that there's nothing you can say so you got your words. Come, come get them. We're here. We're live. We're here to. We're, we're man enough to deal with that. Um, we went live. TC had words for doubters, so we're going to talk about TC's words to uh, to his doubters, and then uh, we'll respond to it. So, but there are a few clips of TC addressing his doubters. So here goes one of them. I believe this is to uh, Ellie setback into the doubters in the media. Do you feel like now when you look back, like, do you feel some sense of vindication that people who overlooked you for so long now, you're, you're at the top of the heap and there's no doubt? Well, I've been telling each and every one of y'all for years. A lot of y'all over here looking sad. Ellie, you looking like dude over there because you was going against me. You know what I mean? But all in all, you know, I get to say I told y'all because I've been asking for these fights for years. And y'all been saying, oh, he's too small. He's going to get this. He's going to get broken. And each and every time that I step up, I proved y'all wrong. Each time. So, you know what I mean? Write some great stories about Terrence Crawford. Don't hate on him. Don't say nothing negative. Just give me my props. Do you feel like now when you look back, like... So that's one of the things he had to say. And you saw he had some strong words for Ellie. You know, we'll get into that. All right. Can y'all see that? Or is it still the same? All right, man. So, yeah, I got to stop it. All right. Hold on. Give me a second. All right. All right. Here we go. So, here's what he had to say. So for all you guys that, that doubted me, for all you guys that said I was too small, I was actually too strong. <laughs> and, and now everybody, you know what I mean, they get to witness greatness, like I said before, and it's the Terrence Crawford era. So for all right, and this is the last video we're going to look at of Terrence Crawford addressing his doubters. 
and then we'll discuss it. Shout out to all the haters and doubters. The boy on the that's the two-time undisputed the first male fighter to be two-time undisputed in the history of boxing in the four bell era terrence bud crawford that's those are the words he had to say to his doubters i'm turning over to you g what was your reaction to what he had to say i mean outside of you know using the the all that terminology, you know what I'm saying? He was still respectful, you know, and I knew that was going to happen before the fight. One of them was going to call them out, like call out their haters, you know, like we've seen Spence do it in the past, you know. Um, these guys are just, they're real proudful, like, you know what I mean? And in this fight, everyone's picking sides. So, you know, even though people are like, yo, this is a 50 50 fight. People still pick, and then when they pick the the you know the other person is like, oh, word, you gonna pick him over me? All right, now I got something to prove, you know. So TC talking this talk is just this is what he's supposed to do. Like for all my doubters, man, now what? You know, and so he got that, man. So it just is what it is. It comes with the territory. I. Ned the TBE. I guess that was um um those words um sent towards me and you know you got it TC man you know we doubted you we didn't believe in you and you came out on top man it's your moment it's your time to celebrate I ain't mad at it you got your right talk ish man <laughs> Dollar Bill uh yeah, shout out to TC, man. Shout out to TC. He got this is what he posted. Like like G was saying, man, like you won. People were saying that you couldn't do it, you know. Listen, I even I thought that Earl would have been bigger bigger than you for this fight, but you came out and you look bigger than Earl this fight. You know what I'm saying? I looked at I was like, you looked at my man, I said, Why is it that TC look bigger than Earl? You know what I mean? Um look. I'm not, I'm not you mad. see the icon? <laughs> Go back to my man's icon real quick. Uh, yeah, him. <laughs> you see, it's uh, Al Heyman and Canelo hugging with Eddie in the background. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. No, nah, that was hilarious. You know what I'm saying? And that's a game changer for you right there. That's a game changer for you, game change. But um, look. Shout out to TC. He has the right to say all that he needs to say. I get it. But I don't understand what all the, the haters for LA setbacks. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't I don't I don't really I really don't watch him that much. But I can I can understand. Like every channel does it. Everybody got their own relationships of people who they rock with. You know what I'm saying? Like so he was everybody's coming at him now. I've seen some people call him a rainbow and all this other stuff. Half of y'all wouldn't have showed up if TC would have lost. Y'all wouldn't have showed up to the Boxing Bros Live. So stop it with all the slander of another guy just because he has personal relationships with another people or their crew because they give him access and, and whatever stuff like that. As far as it goes, that's how I look at it. Um, TC, 
talk your stuff. Talk your stuff. I um go to Rachel's comment real quick because it, it, it's hilarious and also like I do wanna uh she said I ain't forget Pootie Tang, so I expected the TC fans to come back hard. Listen, you remember I called him Terrence Pootie Uh-oh. Tang Crawford? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just saying that, like, so if you don't watch, how can you judge? Like, I don't watch, I don't watch Ellie Sets back to know where his sexual preference is. You're calling this man out his name. You already put a rainbow up beside his name. How would I know that by watching his content? With his sexual preferences. Let's come on. Now you're becoming ugly. That's what I'm saying. You're doing too much now. Maybe you need to take another break now. Um, <laughs> Yo, we don't need to address those type of statements. Yeah, yeah. We get, look, yeah. like I said, everybody just do you, like, it is what it is. But can we go back to Terrence? Uh, can we go back to the Pooty Tang thing real quick? Yo, I, this is a great, great segment right here. I love this segment. I did put up the Terrence Pootie Tang Crawford um, statement, right? I did do that. But come on, guys. This is a YouTube channel. We got to have some fun. You can't tell me that wasn't hilarious. Now, Rachel, you're the one who put this up. Tell me that wasn't hilarious. So I just want to make this clear. I am a fan of boxing. I love the sport of boxing. I do what I do. I talk my trash like everybody else. That's part of the fun to me. It's not personal to me. So if you say something about the fight, I talk about the fight. I talk about the facts. Most of you take personal shots at me, which is okay. I don't do that. We're about to get to a segment where someone took personal shots, and and, and we're going to address that. All I do is talk about the fight. All I do is talk about things. Whether you want to admit it or not, Right. A lot of what I said actually came to fruition. TC had to to be the B side. TC had to take less money. TC had to sign a multi-fight deal with PBC and TC had to do those things in order to make the fight happen. That's what that's all I was saying. I said Earl Spence had the leverage. I said TC did it. Some of y'all didn't like that. Y'all didn't like what I was saying, which was facts. It turned out to be the way I said it. Y'all don't want to acknowledge that. That's cool. But let's let's not front like I like I didn't acknowledge TC's boxing skill. I said he has skill, but his resume is weak. He even acknowledged it himself. Like I said, a simple Google search would show you that he said, I have no marquee opponents on my resume. Everything I said about TC was related to boxing. I acknowledge he's a great dad. I acknowledge that I love his story as a man, someone who got shot, turned his life around. The man's playlist was exquisite. I watched uh, TC on um, All Access. It made me like him even more to see him interact, listen to his playlist, see how he gets down. Those are things I didn't really get to see before, so some of that, right? Um, you know, I got to, so those are the things I was talking about. I never once said TC's a bad fighter. I never once said TC doesn't have a chance to beat Earl. I never said it was going to be a wash. I never said that. I acknowledge TC was great. I only said certain things that are facts that end up happening. What didn't happen 
was that TC did not beat Earl Spence. But I, for one, am not mad about that because I love the sport of boxing. Right, you can take down uh, Rachel's comment real quick. My Terrence Pudetang, uh Crawford statement was about how everyone was giving TC victories he didn't earn. Remember that. I'm not making this up. Everyone was saying, like, Bud beat this guy. Bud beat that guy. I said, let him do it in the ring. And what did I say? When he does it in the ring, I will give him credit for it. We've been here this whole time. When have I not given Bud credit for it? It was one of the best performances in boxing I've seen in a long time. And it's a historical performance because he he made history. First two-time undisputed champion on the men's side of boxing. So... I, so, again, all I'm saying is the Pootie Tang uh, reference was about everyone giving him victories he never earned, but he earned this victory. So for Bud Crawford, what I'm going to say is this. What I witnessed last night was the best fighter in the world. It's the best Terrence Crawford performance that I have seen. He earned a big-time name on his resume that nobody can doubt. If you watch throughout, I continuously told everyone, buy the pay-per-view, support this fight. I bought the pay-per-view. I supported this fight. And I said to everyone, and I stand by it, just as much, you see, you look at the comment section. If you want to know all the venom that's being thrown my way, take a look at the comment section. People, people were in the comment sections before we even went live. I didn't duck anything. I came right back here to say to everyone else, like I've been saying, Get behind the winner of this fight. Pause. So support whoever wins this fight. Earl, I mean, if Earl would have won, you, I would have been saying to the TC fans, you need to come to this side. You need to support Earl Spence because that's what we need to make a superstar, right? Now what I'm saying to all the Earl Spence fans is you need to give TC his props and you need to support TC. That's what I'm prepared to do. I am saying it right now. I was wrong about Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence. TC was levels above him. Some of you saw it coming before I did. In fact, I didn't see it coming until it actually happened. Okay? Forgive me for needing the evidence. But now I am a believer. TC, number one pound for pound. I can't wait to see what TC does next. I am going to support TC moving forward. And I saw a comment that said, here comes the bandwagon fans. There's no such thing in boxing. TC needs all the fans he can get because we want TC to sell a million pay-per-view buys his next fight, right? So how are you going to sit there and say bandwagon fans? So you think TC wants everyone to keep being like, forget TC, I'm not going to support him? Nah. When you see it, support him. If that's the case, there wouldn't be ha- people wouldn't have no fans. How many fans did anyway just get by, by beating Stephen Fulton? Go ahead, bro. I, no, I got a question that has nothing to do. I agree with what you're saying. How many fans did uh, anyway just gain by being four? And he, he gained a whole bunch. He gained a whole bunch. There's nobody seen a sick, slick boxer like Fulton get schooled like that. But um, so I just wanted to throw a question out there because I didn't see it on the list. Um, what do you think, bro? What do you think they did last night? I hear you talk about everybody getting behind TC. And when you said him... You want him to see him doing a million uh, pay-per-view buys. What do you think they did last night? Oh, uh, I'm going to say they did over a million. I, I, I believe that they did over a million. 
<laughs> you're I know where you're going with it. Go there. Go, I know where you're going with it. Go there. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is, this is real stuff. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like, you know. I said, I believe. Now, will yeah. they do over a million? If they yeah. don't, go ahead, brother. No, no, no. I don't. Look, they need, they, to what you were saying, they need it. They would need it. Both of them would need it to become the star that we want them to become or to, to be that star. Like, if y'all want him to tool, yeah, he needs those Earl fans. He needs those Earl fans to do those numbers. You know what I'm saying? To do those record-breaking record breaking numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs everybody, those bandwagon fans. So don't go there and try to make people feel a certain way. No, if they was wrong, they was wrong. But he needs those fans, and I'm sure he wants those fans so he can do numbers, so he can make that generational wealth. You know, that's how I see it. And that's a great point, Trill. Regardless of what the numbers are, this is going to be the biggest fight that Earl Spence and TC have ever participated in. We do know that. So let's say the numbers are what they are, right? If you take away Earl Spence fan base, TC is going to go back to doing less numbers. Is that what we want? No, we're trying to push TC forward. We're trying to push TC over. And then we got people acting like this is an East Coast, West Coast beef, like, oh, yeah, don't hop on a bandwagon. What kind of crap is that? See, this is the stuff I never got involved with. I was never Tupac and Biggie. I listened to both of them. I know both their lyrics. So I, you never see me walking around calling people bud buddies. This is the first time I ever said bud buddy on this, on this channel. You never see me walk around with the Earl Sexual. Because I knew that's doing damage. In the end, I always said, in the end, we need to get together and support the winner of this fight. Because like it or not, the winner of this fight's from the same community. The Puerto Ricans all get behind the Puerto Rican fighter. The Mexicans all get behind the Mexican fighter. But us, we sitting here talking about a bandwagon. Come on, man. Stop playing. Like I said, like I said, bud... Bud made me a believer last night. I tweeted to Bud directly saying he's better than I gave him credit for. If you need to hear me say it, Terrence Bud Crawford is better than I gave him credit for. Terrence Bud Crawford put on one of the best performances I've seen in a long time. That's no disrespect to Earl. Okay? Earl is a good fighter. He's just not TC. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Two men can be great. Two men can be good at something. And one person can just be better. That's what we saw last night. That's it. TC is that dude. Stamp it. I mean. I have ready for the next topic. Oh, snap. You know what it just hit me? Yo, you know, I be, you know, my, my brain crazy. You know, my brain crazy. You know what I thought of just now? What that fight kind of reminded me of? Andre Ward and Chad Dawson. Yo. Yeah, kind of, yeah. That's wow. a good, yeah. Wow. Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like that. All right. All right. Next topic. Bull Mac gets the last laugh. All right. So speaking of which, if you ever watch the boxing bros, right, one of the things we always try to do is just keep it about the subject. And if it ever goes beyond the subject or someone goes too far, we'll say, like, yo, that was an ad hominem attack, right? Like, it kind of went personal. 
we try not to go personal. Like we can use our personal experiences to elaborate on a point, to give an example, but we try not to get personal with each other or, or take the discussion or the debate beyond the actual topic that we're talking about. And I think we do a great job of that for the most part on this show. Um, but there were times uh, in the build-up to this fight where things got personal and crossed the line. And we're going to take a look at that. And, and it happened between the trainers of all things, which is shocking sometimes because, you know, the trainers train, but the fighters are the ones who were fighting. But in this case, it did get to that point. So we're going to take a look at some of the exchanges where things got personal. And it's no secret, Bo Mac got the last laugh. All right. So I need y'all to bear with me for a few more seconds as I uh, set up these uh, videos because there's quite a few of them. But in the end, it's going to be a good discussion. Ain't no more hiding. You can't hide no more, Derek. Hi. We'll find out who the best hey, man, man listen. is. Only thing man I respect is you for back. what you've done in the game. Well, Cheeto. But you ain't never went up against me or my listen, staff. That's the only thing been high. So you remember something. What tell me what I gotta remember. We've been here before. So you said you, you try to get no, there. No, 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 no. All right. Wait, 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 wait. I you, can tell you wait, how wait, it wait, is wait, to be understood. Wait, wait, wait. You can tell you listen. can't tell me Listen, you the only sit back and watch this. Wait, wait, is Jamel tell on? Sit back and watch this. I promise you something. I promise you something. Hey man, listen, man. They gotta make a new weight for you. Heavy, super heavyweight. What the f you talking about? We know all that, what we're all doing. that you talking, all that you talking don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. I can I can bump my guns at you, you can bump your guns right, at me, but, but at the bump, end of the day, them two brothers gotta get in the ring. That's right. All right, then. So shut the f up. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. This yes, is gonna be one heck of a fight. So that's uh one exchange. So we're gonna go to uh another one. It's my auntie right there. <laughs> here you go, mama. We're here now, y'all. Ain't nothing else to say. He can't oh. hide no more. Actually, uh, on this one, I got to get to when my man got on the podium. Right, here we go. Well, you know, I'm going to piggyback off what he said. That there's no more talking. And uh, there's nothing else they can say. And I just want to say, my chant is, it's time to eat. It's time to eat. And the reason why I say it's time to eat because he hadn't missed a meal. It's time to eat. <laughs> it's time to eat. It's time to twirl. It's time to make it happen. I'm tired of talking. Yeah. Hey, listen, hold your, hold your voice. Hold your voice. Hold your voice because y'all going to get it. You can't talk. You can't fight. So that was another exchange. All right. Uh, get to the next one. So after the fight, of course, Terrence Crawford stops Earl Spence. This is Bowman. Yeah. Okay, I'm get the picture with you. They call me names. Yeah. He eat too many big Tell them, bro. Yeah. Tell them, bro. Okay. okay. He didn't have a round. Okay. He didn't have a touch bug. Tell him. What? I'm talking right. about that knowledge. Right. And he gets it to his corner. You got it. I give respect. I give respect. I give respect. Hey, hey Bowman, do you feel like Derek should have stopped the fight? He should have, he should have, he should have never signed the contract. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, uh, so you heard what Bo Mac had to say right there. But Bo Mac wasn't done with that. Uh, here's what uh, Bo Mac had to say once he got into the locker room. something that's crazy uh i came across uh, this interview um you know through through the night you're looking at stuff you're reading things um and so here's an interview with bo mac like a few years ago like a year ago you said terrence knocked errol spence out how and why well i ain't gonna put it out there like that so these guys can catch on because i know they mm -hmm. watching <laughs> but i guarantee you something <laughs> i guarantee you something I guarantee you go in there and whoop his ass. Does it go to distance? We in shape to go to distance, but we definitely want that knockout. You said Terrence well, knocks. That's something that Bomax said before the fight ever took place. And it played out the way Bomax said. So uh I'ma turn it over to you, G. Um, <laughs> what's your reaction to uh Bomac getting the last lap? Hey man, salute to Bo Mac, man. Like, uh, I kind of didn't like the excessive celebrating. It looked like a sore winner, but <laughs> but Derek was talking real reckless. You know what I mean? Like, and he he had to bring up the Cheetos, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on, yo, the brother want to chew on his diet, man. Let that brother chew on his diet, man. You know? <laughs> Cheating, cheating. That's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> he stepped out. <laughs> he stepped out nah, but you know, Bo Mac earned that. You know, to, he earned the right to gloat. But I, I don't know, man. It just always seems kind of weird when I see trainers act like this. You know, because it's like, man, you're not in there getting. You're not the one getting punched in the face. You know what I mean? But where I will give him credit is when the cameras was on and like like when they were talking to him, he showed love to not just you know himself but to his entire team. You know what I mean? So and he understands like yeah, although TC is the one that's in the ring, you know, there's a lot of people behind TC that makes him who he is. So I could give Bo Mac that credit, but I don't know, man. The way he was celebrating was just, come on, man. You better than that, Bo Mac, man. And and Derek James, you better than that too, man. Like, y'all should stay focused on boxing, man. You going low blows talking about his late night snacks. You know what I'm saying? Like, them che that bag of Cheetos ain't do nothing to you, fam. So let my man rock, man. That's all. <laughs> all right, uh, Trill, get in there. Yo, um, Bo Mac gets the last laugh, and he gets the last slice of cake and the last piece of chicken. He always getting the last. And Cheetos if he <laughs> wants. Yo, and shout outs to Cheetos. I'm a puff guy myself. You know, some people like the crunchies. I like the puff. But shout outs to Cheetos. Um, look, man, Bo Mac. Look, 
Talk your stuff. All I know is this. Everybody's so hard on Derrick James. Everybody knows Derrick James is a good guy. This is the only time I ever seen these people get Derrick James out of character, especially when y'all ran down on him. If I watch All Access, y'all see Derrick James was cool. He just didn't understand where all the, you know, the hostility was coming from. Y'all were running down on Derrick James, and Derrick James that got him out of character. You know what I'm saying? And rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? Um, look, the trainers, the trainers seem like they had more and the crews had more animosity with each other than the actual fighters. The fighters were more classier than the, everybody the teams was, you know? So um shout out to the fighters for keeping it a hundred. Even when um TC got into it with um Earl's men, Earl was like, Y'all done? You know what I'm saying? This is gonna be a great fight, you know what I'm saying? And it wheeled it back in. Um look. Bo Mac, this is what I see from Bo Mac. This is the only thing, right? Bo Mac, you get the last laugh and all that, but they wouldn't have no laughs on you as if you took your health serious too. Bo Mac, we would love to see you stick around a lot longer. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, and and take your health serious as well, you know? So uh maybe that's something that you can, you know. While you in there training with TC, you can train on yourself, too, because you got the number one fighter, you know what I'm saying, pound for pound fighter. Now it's time to put some of that, you know, work on yourself, you know? You know what I mean? So, self-love. All right, uh, TBE. Yeah, I was going to make a joke like Bo Mac got, got his cake in 82, but, you know, shout out to Bo Mac. Y'all talking trash, man. You know, it's your time to glow. Yeah, you didn't – with you in the press conference – Derek James brought the smoke to him, you know. So I'm not mad at him getting happy, like you know, talk this mess about they like you know, everybody headed to the locker room, whatever. You see, it's like you poke the bear, the bear bite back. But yeah, I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at it at all. It's kind of it's kind of entertaining, honestly. And you, it's always yeah, the winning side should never be gloating, but it, there was a little bad blood there. But hopefully, him and Derek just with that behind them and the. Just move on to better. They're both they're both great trainers. They're both great trainers. But you know, Bo Mac got got the edge on him last night. Bo Mac got the last laugh, and I say good for Bo Mac. I'm gonna be real. I don't buy the humility thing. Like people play like they're humble, but but that's really what you do that shows that you're humble, right? So for me, a man's true character is shown in times of adversity. So in times of adversity, it will reveal who you truly are. So Derek James can say he's a Buddhist and all this stuff. But when he was tested, he reacted like a regular dude. He didn't react calm. He didn't react like someone. In fact, he threw the first blow. He threw the blow at uh, at a Bomac. And Bomac was just sitting there. And then it's like, yo, you take this type of shot at Bomac, and it's not even a fair shot. It's like talking about people's weight and, 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 and doing all types of things. It's like it's not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. It's not cool. Right. To, for you to sit around and be like, oh, because because I'm because I'm skinny and someone's just because someone's skinny don't mean they healthy. There are plenty of skinny people around here walking around. With <laughs> it don't mean you in shape. It don't mean that they would have called. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, and there are plenty of big people who are in shape. 
So it doesn't really mean anything, right? To me, Derek James said that to Bo Mack because I'm going to put it in perspective because I, I see through the fake humble stuff because, like I said, it, it shows who you are in the true moment. You watch All Access. What do you see on All Access? You see Derek James running miles. That's what you see. <laughs> Derek James running miles. Why do I need to see Derek James running miles? I don't need to see it, but I see it. He makes it a point to say that, oh, exactly. He makes it a point to say, oh, I stay in shape. You know, I got to be in shape to deal with the fighters. When he was speaking, Derek James made it a point to say, oh, he got three trainers. I, I, he got three trainers. What Derek James was saying is, oh, I'm in shape to hold a mitch for everyone. And you, you need a whole bunch of other people to go in there and help you. And what Bomax said was, it's the knowledge at the end of the day. I don't need to do all that because my, my boxing IQ is higher than yours. And my guy has more boxing knowledge than your guy. So the philosophies had a clash and Bomac won. Bomac's fat, Cheeto eating, Big Mac eating behind, showed his boxing knowledge and his prize pupil whooped your prize pupil. That's what happened. So Derrick James doing all that running, being in all that shape, didn't help because he wasn't the one in the ring. And you can tell the things he said to Bomack really hurt him because they were on Bomack's mind. When he's about to take a picture with Russell Westbrook and some other dude, he's like, they talked about me. They said this about me. It's like a little kid who just, it just got it on his mind. And like, even when he was like, F those mother effers, right? You can tell like it was like, and so that brings me to my next point. Bomack gonna have a six pack next fight. <laughs> <laughs> Bomack about to get in shape, which brings me to which brings me to my next point. Um, negative energy. I talk about this all the time. Yo, what you put in the atmosphere, yo. It's like I really do believe it comes back to you. So like, Derek James may have been out of character just that just that one time, but that's the negative energy he put out there. Like Bomack didn't deserve that. Bomack, you know what I mean? Derrick James, if he was he's a humble man, he could have, he, you know what I mean? He didn't need to point out certain things. You know, he didn't need to say certain things. It's 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 already understood, bro. You train at a year already. So why you got to point out the fact Bomack got three trainers? Why you got to say, what can you teach him? Big Macs and all that? You didn't need to say all that. You didn't need to do that. So I feel like he got out of character. He put that negative energy out there. So now that Bo Mack's celebrating, talk your ish, Bo Mack. Because he's the one who put that energy out there. If he would have been cordial with Bo Mack, Bo Mack would have been cordial with him. But no, he, what he did was he went out there. He made it. He made it like that. And it could have been, like you said, Dollar Bill, could have been the stress of the fight. It could have been all that stuff. But I'm still like, yo, in that moment, bro, that shows who you really are, though. Like T.C., in the moment showed who he really was. And he was a gentleman. TC, like I said, it was just even TC at the uh, the last post, the last pre-fight press conference, when people was 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 barking at TC, TC was like, yo, see, y'all gonna do this, and then they're gonna say when we come together, we can't have an event or whatever. TC's like, yo, bro, and everyone's like, Oh, you corny, you corny, and TC's like, Yo, I'm probably older than you, bro. Like, I I I 
I, I see this from a deeper level. And I'm like, yo, that's class right there. But then you got these other dudes still barking from uh, – and then and then they piss TC off. And you already know, like, when you're from the street or whatever and you move forward, you're not trying to go back there. But some people want to try to bring you back there. So then you just see TC, like, with his hands in his face praying, like, God, please don't let me ruin the bag because this idiot keeps running his mouth in the front row. So I do feel like a lot of negative energy did come from Team, from team Spence. And we did see a one-sided A-whooping. But it wasn't the one he predicted. So you got to be careful about what you're doing. And I want to close with saying this. Bo Mack is a big dude. We love Bo Mack. Bo Mack's a funny dude. People, people respect Bo Mack. It would be nice to see Bo Mack, you know what I mean, get in that gym. But I feel like a lot of that his brothers can do too. You know what I mean? Like – uh. I feel like TC, Shakur, these guys got to be like, yo, when they when when they running in Bomax in that car, they got to be like, yo, get on a bike, ride the bike behind us, you know what I mean? And and and, and they got to make him do some things to be to be more active and, and and to get him there because you know the reality is. Studies, science, you can argue with science all you want. I don't know if you want it, but studies show that you can have, uh, yeah, exactly. Bomac only 52 years old. Yeah, exactly. So Bomac, I think, I think he does need some encouragement to be more active, but picking on, picking on, like picking on his insecurities, the way that uh, Derek James went at it, I think was wrong, especially when you're someone who knows you take your fitness seriously like uh, Derek James does. All right, y'all yeah, ready yeah, for slap? Because your, brother, your brothers could definitely help you out, man. Shit. I knew when I was down bad, my bros relocated so that I can, you know what I'm saying, be my best self. So definitely, guys, if y'all watching this, man, if y'all love Bo, let Bo know. Yeah, don't wait till it's too late, yo. Real. Which is something sadly we do. We wait till it's too late and then we be like, yo, I should've, yo. I should've, could've, would've, yeah. Let's make a t-shirt. Y'all ready for the next topic? Yeah, yeah, I'm just loading it up, you know. It takes All some right. time. Oh, Kayla Plant slaps Mel Charlo. I saw a uh, Ravenous asked us if we were going to uh, talk about this. Here it is. You've been waiting. Here it is. Nah, you can get those abs. You can get those De La Hoya abs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or the Bagman Kevo. Bagman Kevo. Yo, uh, yeah, that's that rapper dude who we get. Yeah, <laughs> he got the ab joints. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, Arla, he could lose that weight. What you talking about? He can't lose it naturally. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he could do that. Yeah, he can. It's a matter of just changing your diet. Yo, it's a lot of discipline, though. It's a lot yeah, of discipline. Instead of those Cheetos, eat some dry fruit. Yeah. <laughs> dry fruit. Something. <laughs> Carrots. And throw that sauna suit on. Now, honestly, the easiest way for him in the beginning is just being more active, bro. Like, you can just, you know what I mean? Because... You can get to a certain point with just activity. And then once you reach your peak in activity, you gotta uh 
adjust what you eat. You know what I mean? So for him, just being more active will get him he'll, – he'll get a huge boost in, in terms of losing weight. All right. Um, all right. They should talk about the fight with Charlo's wives. That fight yeah, we're about was to get into that. I'm about to get in. I'm about to get all in. I'm about to we're not showing that, though. We're not. I'm not showing that footage. But that nah, footage, nah, we're gonna tie it all in. Though. We're gonna talk about. It. We're not. We're not showing that though, because I don't want to. I don't want to promote that. All right. So here goes. Uh, if you don't know, Caleb Plant slapped Jamel Charlo. Um, slap her in Vegas. Yep. And word is there was. An altercation. Actually, I'll show it to you. So here we go. Let's go. So it started off based on my. This isn't journalism, by the way, and I'm not claiming that I was there. But people who stayed at a holiday. What would you say, bro? He said he uh he uh grabbed his face, grabbed Caleb Place late face, and so he touched uh plant first. Yes. People who stayed at a Holiday Inn Express said that it was an altercation between uh Jamel and Jamal, the twins. And Caleb tried to calm it down, and Jamal grabbed Caleb Plant's face first. Here's some of the altercation, and you can hear what what Jamel is saying to Jamal. And it's kind of, to me, we'll, we'll get into it. Yo. 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 So that's Jamel and his brother Jamal. That's how Jamel's talking to his brother Jamal, basically like calling him like a cokehead and and everything. So at some point during that altercation, the reports are I should say the reports, like I got what I'm seeing from online people who was around the situation, they say Caleb tried to calm it down. And um, Jamel Jamal grabbed Caleb's face, which led to this right here. What the five fingers say to the face? Hi, <laughs> 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 right, we're gonna just bring that back one time for the people who missed it. What the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what you don't see in this video is after this incident, Jamal Charles' ex-wife and Jamel Charles' girlfriend get into an altercation. They get into a physical fight and at one point, you can see Jermel Charlo's girlfriend standing over Jamal Charlo's wife, who's on the floor, just punching on her. And you can hear TC sisters just laughing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, there's there's that. But there's been some. My man, he he suffered. He suffered uh, some some backlash because of this. So here's uh, what Jamel has suffered. All right, let's take a look. So why is it not? Hold on. All right, here we go. Someone went to Jamel's Wikipedia page 
and they updated it. And as you can see, he now has a loss to Caleb Plant. And <laughs> the type of loss was KO by slap. And in the notes, it says lost manhood. So <laughs> he's now 33 and one, according to uh, his, his Wikipedia page. But the damage doesn't stop there. Um, he was also removed from 78 sports top 10 pound for pound list. I don't know how he was ever on 78 sports top 10 pound for pound list, but he was removed from the list because he was slapped by Caleb Plant. All right. I'm Are, you serious? Are you serious? Are you joking? <laughs> I'm serious, bro. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dollar Bill. What's your um, reaction to that? Oh, actually, hold on. I think I think I got the seventy. Hold on, bro. I'm sorry. I think I think I got the seventy-eight sports. Uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Hold on. <laughs> Let me put this. <laughs> All right. So yeah, seventy-eight sports has removed uh my man Jamal from his uh pound for pound list after that slap. All right, let's take a look. Here it is. I'm gonna have to move some stuff around here. Um, cool boy, gonna have to move around a little bit. Maul gonna have to move around, especially after he got slapped by um, by Caleb Plant and didn't do nothing. Yeah, Maul is no longer welcome on my power found list after that slap. I'm gonna have to do something with him. I'm gonna have to move some stuff around. <laughs> All right, <laughs> um, yo, it was a long time ago. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I really don't recall. Really, my memory is crazy. You know, my medication is short-term memory loss, so I don't really remember. But I remember there was a situation that had they people had reached out, and I maybe it caused a little rift between us guys. I don't. I don't remember. But um, something happened when they had reached out because they didn't like uh, what I said about them or something about every time they go out situation or something there's always something i don't really recall but i, I remember it was this as there was an issue like that or something you know what i mean um and uh it came up again it's coming up again like this every time there's a situation y'all have to be the ones that's in it or there's something going out the way there's something else happening that shouldn't be like it's always like the situation we didn't even give it that much light when you with the herd situation. He ended up slapping one of you guys. Um, I don't know if her slapped the same brother or was it a different brother, but they got one of them got slapped before. You know what I'm saying? They disrespected his lady or something. This situation here happens with another situation, and they get slapped by Caleb Plant. You know what I'm saying? And he chills. Situation is over with. Everybody goes their separate ways. Then he tries to get active. And while he gets active, he leaves his lady, the only one who stuck up for him once he got slapped, vulnerable, to get thrashed by his ex-wife. Because he was so busy with the trying to keep up the, you already got slapped. And you just walked away and you didn't do nothing. You waited till security came and your girl, your girl was the one that got get back for you. Because after Caleb slapped you, she was the one that slapped Caleb and tried to throw a phone at him. You relaxed and waited until security grabbed him. Caleb told you to come get some. 
you waited till all your security and boys was around. Now you wanted to go outside and find them and chase them down. And in the middle of that happening, you get your girlfriend humbled by your ex. Well, all you had to do was just go there, simple, watch the fight. Like, Caden gave you some great advice the last time. Sometimes, maybe we don't even know if you was in the right or if you was in the wrong. We don't know because it's the situations that you always put yourself in. Or how it always seems like there's something going on. I just hope that y'all y'all get it together. I hate seeing y'all display y'all situations, y'all discuss or beef with each other. I'm sick and tired of seeing that played out for everybody to see. Y'all might as well just have a reality TV show and stop boxing and get money on VH1. Because that's what it looks like, some reality stuff like that. But hopefully y'all can get it together. Y'all can come together, man, and keep your disputes private. Because this is crazy. You know, um, Jamal, I seen you get slapped and I seen your lady come ride for you. And then I see why you was around, you know, I don't know, I guess showing out for the, your, your guys in the security. You let your lady get sneaked attacked. I just think y'all got to do better. You ain't even fighting right now. You were supposed to be the one that was up. But you're letting your stuff on the outside. The rain stuff messed this up. I don't know. I just hope that somebody can, you know, talk to him and get to him and before his he can just his career is just bye bye. All right, G. Man, I think John B need to relax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just think I don't know, man. It's just I don't know what happened. You but. know what happened. You know what happened. Daniel Jacobs, Jared Hurd, Caleb Plant. The list goes on. All right, yo, it's your turn, G, but I just want to counter that real quick. Yeah, you can say the same thing about Caleb Plant. It started with Benavidez in the gym with his trainer, and Caleb Plant sucker slaps someone. Then Caleb Plant also takes a sucker slap at Canelo Alvarez, and then he just slapped uh, Charlo. So it's not like we're talking about the most innocent guy in the world who has a clean track record. We're talking about two people who have a history <laughs> of getting active. All right, go ahead, G. So yeah, they must I, have a slap boxing. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. It, it's, not, it's not like we're talking about someone who isn't known for the sucker slap. Uh, go ahead, G. Yeah, I, I, just, I just feel like this ain't professional at all, man. It's just... I don't know. It's a, and I get it, man. Like, I can only imagine being like, you know, Killer Plant, you know, being a white man, you know, signed to PBC. You're probably always being compared to just off of your race alone. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's eating at him. Who knows? Maybe people looking at him like, you know, yo, this dude's a square. He's, you know what I'm saying? And he's always with his woman. You know what I mean? So he probably got a, you know, his ego's on a thousand trillion now because now his woman's there, so he got to protect himself, his girl. So, you know, he's probably just like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this. And, you know, the Charlos. They I ain't taking it no more. <laughs> I ain't taking you know it. So it's just, 
I don't know, man. I don't really like it, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like this is just this is trailer park ish. You know what I'm saying? It's just I'm not co-signing this at all, man. Like plan. I hope this is the last time we see you like going off on another fighter outside the ring. You know, because now it kind of seems like is this you trying to is this your gimmick? You know what I mean? Like you talk about me, I'm gonna smack you. You know what I mean? It's just like all right, cool, but I barely see you in the ring. You know what I mean? So again, yeah, the more matches outside of the ring, they in the ring. You know, so I I just hope my man John B does better. All right, TB. I don't agree with you. Uh, I put all the blame on Caleb, yo. Look. Like, when you heard the video, he was like, yo, don't ever grab my face like that again. Like, when they were pushing him out the door. So, clearly, if the slap was warranted, the slap was warranted. But, you know, the Charlo's antics, it's always every every big event or fight that always causes some something in the crowd or something after, something before. And, you know, that that's just a bunch of raticity that happened yesterday. And like that's insane. Like I'm shocked they still let them be, stay at the fight after everything that went uh, transpired from the argument with the Chalos, him and Jamal going at it, him getting slapped. Then they 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 they, they, they girls or their wives, whoever they that was with them was just brawling in the parking lot. That's just too much going on. Like I don't know what the they, the Chalos, y'all can't be bringing y'all dirty y'all airing out y'all dirty dirty laundry at every fight. Like it's like you got a problem with everyone, y'all got beef with everyone. And yo, shout out to Caleb, yo. At least this time, like yo, he's been getting his slap game's been improving, yo. Because Canelo taught him a lesson. You reach out, teaching. He got taught a valuable lesson that day. And now, <laughs> now he he taught Chalo like don't ever you touch me. He cocked him, and he he got his reflex. He got back. He got back. No, you know. So shout out to Caleb. Like yeah, it's the sucker slap. But I don't think. That, yeah, I think he 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 he, he put his hands on. Uh, he did. He blessed Charlo that day. He blessed he blessed him, yo, and I appreciate that, yo. Because sometimes they need a lesson because they always start too much um trauma um drama and all of that at these events. They need to stop that. Yo, the sad part is um like Trill pointed out the history of the Charlos getting into something. Um and there's also a history of Caleb Plant getting into something, but like the truth is negative energy meets negative energy and then bam so the charlos they they they, you see this one brother says to another brother some negative things like you know like he's gonna hit him calls him like a drug addict and everything so that negative energy transfers from him to the situation with caleb and, and and let's just say that jamel's like yo I'm not going to fight with my brother in public. This probably never happens because there's never a situation where Caleb needs to jump in or whatever. So I'm not excusing the Charlos at all. But they do do negative things. But then there's also Caleb, who's known to take a swing at someone. I tweeted, Caleb lands his best punches before the fight. Because like I said, he swung at Benavidez, he swung at Canelo, Got in, got in the ring, and they both beat him up. And now he's doing this with Jamal. And like I said, Jamal should use this slap as the 
boost he needed to motivate himself to get back into that ring. Because now everyone's looking at him and he's, he's running around like, oh, I got to get my lip back. I got to get my lip back. Why don't you get it back in the ring, man? Why don't you get yourself back together? And I understand that Jamel is feeling like he used to feel like he had a partner in this game. And now he feels like his brother is slipping. And he kind of feels like he's tasked with keeping respect on the Charlo name. And But to do that in public, you know, and, and say what he said to his brother, I, I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to act like, I, I don't, I just think, like I said, energy. I think like the energy they put out was just so negative. It was met with negativity. And then we end up with this type of situation moving forward. But it's a bad look because you have Caleb Plant, you have Jamal Charlo, you have Jamel Charlo, and these are fighters. These are professional fighters. And is this going to happen at every event? At every event, are the Charlos going to act crazy and is Caleb going to slap someone? Because if that's going to happen, we might have to ban them from the events if you're Al Heyman because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but when all is said and done, I hope this just turns into a big money fight for Jamal and for Caleb Plant. They settle it in the ring the same way Benavidez and Caleb settled it in the ring, and then they can move past it. But, you know, this was probably one of my least favorite things uh, about the event, the Spence Crawford buildup and, and, and watching the fight, seeing these two dudes go at it like that. And one last thing I want to point out. Jamal is experiencing some serious issues with his mental health. We've seen him crying several times. And that's one of the things uh, Jamel said, like, you big cry, baby. Um, and I felt like it's just, it's just tough, man. Maybe J- Jamel thought he was ready to come outside, but maybe he wasn't ready to go outside. Um, we'll see what happens. But hopefully, like I said, this just ends up being a, a fight between uh, Charlo and Plant, and it can just end there. All right. So next topic is Clarissa Shields challenges Keith Thurman to a fight <laughs> at 154. Yes, that really happened. So we're going <sighs> to take a look at it. <laughs> And we're going to discuss it. And you can let us know in the comment section uh, what you think about this fight. Should this fight happen? Who do you think would win this fight? All right. So first things first, we're going to take a look at the tweet. Okay. And here's the tweet. All right. So uh, Clarissa Shields tweeted, I'll fight Thurman with the looking eye emojis at 154. So serious. All the respect in the world to him, too. I just think I can outbox him with the mm, emoji. It is what it is. All right. So Thurman actually responded to this. We're going to take a look at Thurman's response to it. Here's what Keith Thurman had to say. Keith, I don't know if you saw Clarissa Shields' tweet just a few hours ago. I did not see it, okay? But I've already got, but I've already got text messages all about it, okay? All right, so of course she said that. Not only was okay. she, 
clean sheet out box you. So what's your initial reaction to hearing this news? And she's going to be here tonight. So what do you plan on saying to her? Well, look, I can I can fight for any charity event. Okay, we can raise we can raise money and we can let you try to showcase your skills and talent. You know what I mean? I'll probably use my jab only, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I don't know why you want to gun me, gun after me. I've heard you say my name so many times in the past, uh, but it just is what, this is not what boxing is to me, right? That's not what boxing is to me. But at the end of the day, uh, uh, Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. just fought again a few years ago, right? So if we could do something for charity, if I could put money in the uh, in the pockets of, of some foundations, uh, you know, uh, a plethora of foundations, if we can do something to get, get some money together, and if the fans were actually interested in, in something like this, uh, it's not really in my heart, it's not in my soul, but for the people and for charity, I would make something like that happen, you know? And I would I would wear bigger gloves, I would let her use smaller gloves, and I would I would let her wear a headgear too. Okay, I mean I don't I don't even want to punch a girl in the face, you know. Thank you. So that was Keith Thurman's response to Clarissa Shields saying that she would beat him in a fight. Now I'm going to turn it over to you, G. What's your reaction, and what do you think should happen? All right, before I answer, please. Everyone, please forgive me what I'm about to say. It may come off as sexist and insulting, but I just got to be honest. Clarissa needs to watch her mouth. You know what I mean? It's like this is a prime example. Of- <laughs> now, I'm just saying, man, it's like, yo, listen, yo, Clarissa, you, you the quote, quote, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not fighting men, you know? So, not saying you can't. You know, salute to you. But if you honestly think you could beat Keith Thurman at 154, get out your mind, man. Like, come on, y'all. Don't disrespect this man. You know, so there's levels to this. You know what I mean? Like, like, yo, sometimes we got to stop putting these batteries in these ladies' backs, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not to mention for multiple reasons why this fight should not happen. And Keith... Like, it was really sounding like he's entertaining this foolishness, bro. I'm like, yo, stop it. Imagine Keith does, you know, get in the ring with this dude and violates her. Like, we're going to watch a man really pummel a woman. You know what I'm saying? Then look at what TC did to Spence. What you think Thurman going to do to Clarissa, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, son. That's going to be bad, yo. So I'm not co-signing none of this. You know, like, Clarissa, you'll have an amazing career. You have a lot of, like, you got to think about it. Like, for a sport that's been male-dominated, you have broken through. You have, you've gone on a lot of male um, fans and support. You don't need to fight a Keith Thurman. What you trying to prove? You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Like, let's just say you do do it and you're competitive. You're still going to lose, but let's say you're competitive. You're going to take all that unnecessary damage just to go back to, to fighting women? You see what I'm saying? Like, how does this really benefit you? Like, I don't know, man. Like, yo, leave that political stuff outside the ring, man. Like, you don't play boxing, man. So all of that, all that talk, it sounds cute, man. And yo, look at how Keith was disrespecting you. He's like, yo, come on, man. I mean, I, I guess I'll just use my jab. I'll give you headgear. 
I wear bigger gloves. Like, what I look like punching a woman in the face. Like, he's literally sunning you right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's like, oh, for charity, whatever. Like, that's he's looking at you like a charity case. You know what I mean? And Clarissa's probably all excited, like, word, I get to showcase my skills. But it's like, come on, man. Unless you really, really are that competitive, you're going to set women boxing back a couple more years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need to do that. It's not necessary. Same thing with, like, I'm just I, I'm just going to say it's whatever. Like, this whole, like, debate with the WNBA and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, the same thing. It's like, yo, bro, nobody wants to see. I'm just being honest, man. Like, y'all want to compare the WNBA to the NBA. Nobody wants to see that. You know what I mean? Like, y'all don't deserve to get the same pay. Y'all don't demand the same pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's levels to this, you know? Like, a high school team shouldn't be playing up against the Boston Celtics. There's levels to this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no matter how hard that high school team performs, no matter how great they think in their mind, you know, it doesn't matter, bro. It's like, yo, y'all not there yet. It's just, you may never get there, and it's okay. Yo, like, Carissa, you have a lane, and your lane is pretty good for you. When you start drifting away from your lane, that's when you make mistakes that can be detrimental to your career. Like this girl's, I don't know, man. It's like I could forgive the ratchetness, I could forgive a lot of foolish talk, but stuff like this. And if she's like really adamant about it, I just don't see like how this is beneficial to her career. You know what I'm saying? Unless she's trying to get like the feminist support, where it's like, oh, we're just gonna support you because you're a woman. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. But I doubt judges, this, you know what I mean? It's not like it's going to go to the scorecards. It keeps serious. He's going to knock you out. You know what I'm saying? And then everyone's going to look at Keith uh, Thurman like a scumbag. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, oh, this dude just beat up on a woman. He's a woman beater. And it's like, yo, like, the man can't win. So, what's the, oh, oh, Robert Garcia's dad? He's a woman beater. Yo, it's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, Keith, man, I, I'd be like, yo, if they would have asked me, I'd have been like, yo, don't ever disrespect me with a question like that, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, man, that's mad disrespectful, man. But it's whatever. Clarissa, man, good job. All right, TBE, man. I know this is your boo thing, man, so get in there. You boo G, the view and PG. <laughs> All his views and opinions. I agree with some of the points he made. Yo, listen, everything oh, I said, y'all agree with. I understand people can't agree. <laughs> For political reasons, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody had to say it. I'm just saying. You know? Yo, I get it. It's cute, but like you know, this is it is it's it's it's, it's, it's boxing. It's, it's a dangerous task. Yeah, keep sounds like oh, I wouldn't go 100 percent with her. Things like that. I give a heck yeah. I only use my jabs. I put myself at disadvantage for charity, which is cool. But you know. This is this is dangerous sport, like Clarissa. Like, what happens if he, like, you know, hits you in a way where you know he knocks you out of something? Like, you know, then he'd be looking like G said. He'll be looking like a scumbag. It's just like I don't know. Let's just keep these. Let's stay in our lanes. Let's keep um keep it keep divide. Like I don't I don't know if the, like there's uh female fighters who spar with men. I, I, well, there are the female fighters who spar with. With male fighters, just to like, you know, learn new tricks, tricks and tactics. So if you want to make it a glorified sparring match with Keith Thurman, go ahead. But you know, we all know the real, 
real deal behind everything. I would I wouldn't say just challenge him to fight him. Like that's just insane. That's why. <laughs> There's a few funny comments in there. I uh dollar bill man. So what we're talking about is Clarissa Shields. Oh, dollar bills. Is, oh, he's back. He's back. Dollar bill. We're talking about Clarissa Shields challenge Keith Thurman to a fight at 154. Says so she thinks she can outbox him. What's your reaction? Disrespectful. Disrespectful. That's how I feel. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. I, I feel like it's disrespectful. I feel like um, ah, uh, it's not a, it's not a good look. Nobody nobody's gonna want to tune in there if she gets seriously hurt. It's gonna be bad. Um, yeah, I, I, it's just not it's just not a, a, a good look right now. I don't think it is. Um, uh. But yeah, I mean, maybe she's just trying to keep her name, you know what I'm saying, out there, you know, by saying con- controversial stuff. But I mean, you know, like G was saying, stay in your lane. You know what I'm saying? Stay in your lane. You the quote. You know what I'm saying? You want to fight women and be the best women boxer they possibly is. Don't try to go and fight the guys now. We see when you try to go to do MMA. Still wasn't a good look, so I don't know. Just stay in your lane and be the goal. Um, I don't know if y'all recall this, and some of you in in the comment section, if you were all rocking with us back, well, I predicted that Clarissa Shields will fight a man one day. I don't know if y'all remember that. I said she'll fight a dude who they think has no chance of probably some scrub and it'll be like a big deal that they'll, they'll make it like um, when Billy G King beat the man in tennis and it'll become some big thing that people talk about. Like she, women could compete against men. And I said, like, it'll be empowering for women, but Shields, Keith Thurman is not the dude. He is not the dude. See at certain points, and just to keep it so that it's gender neutral, at certain points in the fight last night, I was yelling for them to stop the fight between Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence. I felt like Earl was taking too much punishment, and I felt like Harvey Doc jumped in. I feel like he should have jumped in a few minutes earlier. You feel me? I feel like Spence took – they could have even stopped it at the end of the eighth as far as I was concerned. I knew that TC was only going to – do more damage. When a fight is like that, to me, it's not fun. What makes a fight fun is that a fight's competitive. I'm seeing skill, people who could defend themselves. Like, although people are upset about the decision, you know, and it was a close fight, to me, Devin Haney, Vasily Lomachenko was fun. That was skill. That was great. It was, you saw beautiful boxing. To, to, to someone who loves boxing, you saw so many Great strategies, techniques, counters, uh, beautiful boxing. I don't want to see Thurman and Shields. Let's say they really fought. What kind of fight is this going to be? Because is Thurman going to have to fight under the rules of women's boxing or is Shields going to fight under the rules of men's boxing? So is Shields, for the first time in her career, going to fight 10, three-minute rounds? Is that what she's going to do? Is she going to fight in eight-ounce gloves against Keith Thurman? 
right? Is she is she going to do that? Because if she's going to do that, and then when we pointed out, most of us wouldn't want to see it. But then you talk about public domain, and I guarantee you there there'll be people in the comment section like, oh. You can do it, Clarissa, and Clarissa thinks she can do it, or at least she tweeted that she thinks she can do it. How can I say this? The, the, the person that I am who doesn't want to see anyone get hurt, like who didn't want to see Earl continue to get beat up by uh, TC, doesn't want to see Clarissa get beat up. But then there's a part of me who wants people to prove that they can do all the things they say they want to do. And I don't want to take opportunities away from you. So you say you want to fight Keith Thurman and you say you think you can beat him. I feel like it's a bad decision, but it's something you really want to do. You want to assume the risk. You want to step in the ring and fight Keith one time Thurman in an actual boxing match. Normally I would say, nah, but I feel like let's let him do it. And I'm going to tell you why I say let's let him do it. Because Clarissa Shields is the GOAT. She's the best woman fighter we've ever seen. Keith Thurman isn't even the best in his division. Okay? So we're going to have the best woman fighters we ever seen fight just a, a man. And, and we're going to see what happens. And it's something that I I wouldn't sign off on, but Shields wants this opportunity to prove that she can beat Keith Thurman. And how many times must we let Ronda Rousey say she can beat Floyd? And how many times must we let uh, Clarissa Shields say this about Keith Thurman and just sit around and be like, okay. So normally I, I, I would be against it. I am against it. I wish that people could, instead of trying to cross the sports, figure out how to make your sport better. Shields should be thinking, how can I make women's boxing booming? How can I make women's boxing the it thing? <laughs> you know? Um, so for me... If you were talking about Shields fighting a man in his pro debut or fighting a dude who we know has, like, no power, you know those guys who got, like, no knockouts, I would somewhat be like, hey, maybe she got it. But we're talking about Keith Thurman here. Talking about Keith. And the thing is, he's willing to do it. But he's also like, yo, I don't want to hurt her. He don't, he don't even want to take the fight. So I'm torn, man, because part of me is like, yo, just keep uh, women's boxing, women's boxing, and keep men's boxing, men's boxing. But a part of me is like, yo, if she really, really wants to smoke, <laughs> if she really wants to smoke, <laughs> yo, because there's, there's only one way. Sometimes, yo, I realize sometimes people just be barking or people, and it's like, yo, sometimes you don't know what you're asking for. And the only way, sometimes you got to touch that stove to know it's hot. You know what That's I'm saying? Hey. That's what I was saying about oh. Earl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, exactly. So you know what? Maybe, maybe we, maybe we do have to make this fight, and maybe she'll shock us. Maybe she'll beat Keith Thurman, and we'll be the ones looking stupid. But you know what? In order to, to end this once and for all, maybe we have to let this fight happen. 
Yeah, crazy, man. <laughs> she could be at 168, but Thurman got to fight at 154. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I don't know, man. Last right, so, topic. Yeah. Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz predictions. This is the last topic, everyone. And I want to say thank you for rocking with us. Thank you, everyone, uh, for showing up. Uh, it was definitely fun. This is why we need them big fights. You see, everyone came out, even the people who want to, to throw uh, eggs at us and be like, hey, y'all were wrong, but it's still cool. It's still fun. You know, uh, that's what boxing's about. Uh, Ned, the TBE, who you got? Jake Paul versus or, or Nate Diaz? So my beef with Jake Paul's finally over. You know, <laughs> I, used to have, I, used, I used to never like the guy, but he finally lost, and I finally could accept, like, you know, him and his mediocre boxing career. So with this, I'm gonna go easy. Like I saw Nate Diaz training for this, and he does not look good at all. I think Jake Paul is gonna knock him out early, probably fourth round. They're doing eight, what eight, ten rounds? Think about like uh, probably round. eight. They've been doing eight, so yeah. Jake Paul takes him out by the sixth round. You know, Nate doesn't look like he's in shape at all for this fight. Like he, he doesn't look like he could handle any type of rounds in the ring. We're in the ring of boxing. Salute to Slappy Gilmore. Um, we appreciate the love. Uh, G. Uh, uh, I don't even care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, if I right, have G, this isn't pick, going on G23, although it's already over anyway. You know what I mean? So you might as well. I'm, I'm like, if I have to pick, pick, I'm gonna say Jake Paul, but <laughs> yo, because yo, Nate Diaz, this dude sounds ultra punch drunk, bro. It's yo, he sounds like he's done for. So I I I highly doubt. Nate is going to be competitive. He's way past his prime, so I just don't see him doing much damage to Jake Paul. So I'm gonna say Jake Paul by by knockout. Um, I don't know how many rounds they're gonna do, but whatever the rounds up to, like if it's a ten round fight, he'll do it in the eighth. If it's an eight round fight, he's gonna do it in the sixth. You know what I'm saying? So. Whatever it is, minus two rounds, that's when the knockout's going to happen. All right. Dollar Bill, your yeah. prediction for Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. I like Jake. I like Jake, especially against these MMA guys, these old, uh, retired, <laughs> injured MMA guys. You know what I'm saying? I got Jake. Um, but shout out to, to, to Diaz. You know, he was always one of my faves, him and his brother. So uh, shout out to Nick. But, um, yeah, I'm going with Jake Paul on this one, the boxing match. Yeah, we talk about Jamel and Jamal always being in something and Caleb Plant always being in something. Nate Diaz is always in something. Like, I've seen videos of Nate Diaz drunk, slapping someone, slapping cameras, Nate Diaz drunk in an argument, Nate Diaz pushing a fan. Like, Nate Diaz is always in something, but he's, you know – I seen Nate Diaz hit his bro. Bro, it's different, yo. It's different. It's a different sport. That's acceptable in MMA. This is a gentleman's sport. There's totally two different standards, you know? I know it's two different standards. What I'm pointing out is that I always see Nate loaded and into something. And it's just for me, that's that's one of my major issues with him. It's like if as many times as I see him intoxicated, like, you know, uh, and so, I don't know when you when you factor in 
uh, the wear and tear on his body from MMA, when you factor in, you know, all the other things that he's not a boxer. And I've seen him train too, Ned, and I wasn't impressed. I think Jake is better technically. So uh, I do think Jake is going to win this fight. I think Jake knocks him out. I'll say Jake knocks him out inside five. So that's my prediction. Word, that's what it is. Shoot. We was live. We went live. We were live, man, for all you who thought we wouldn't be live. We were live. And we gonna stay live. You know what I'm saying? We gonna stay live. No, um, I'm just gonna close up and y'all can say y'all goodbyes, but uh please like and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Check out our check us out on Instagram and Twitter, check out our podcast on all major streaming services. You know who we are, we the boxing bros. Thank you for rocking with us. I'm the commissioner, Trill Dollar Bill. That's Caden, that's the TBE, that's G. And you know we appreciate y'all, man, from the heart, man, for rocking with us, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>